everyone and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse episode 103. I am Peter and joining me as always is Matt. Hey, what's up? Connor's here as well. I mean, was slightly more enthusiastic than usual. Well, not enthusiastic, just less insulting. Well, that's because we know what you have to do today, so... <laughs> well, you see, I just I put all my energy into Matt and then I just sort of give you the, 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 the leftovers... Yeah, but sometimes you, you, you find the extra energy to make it insulting. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, but this what, was just, yeah, it's this there. But what is more insulting, caring enough to insult you or just not caring enough to even bother? I don't know. I'm not sure. We don't have yeah, DC Comics. say that the opposite of love isn't hate, it's indifference. So... One one day Matt will not interrupt, but I go back into the intro. He always he always has one more comment. Hey, that... I, I don't know why you don't just wait a second for him to to, to have his line. Because I wait a pause. I give him a pause. He waits the extra second just to piss me off. <laughs> this is this is a comic book park. We talk about DC Comics, and coming up on this week's show, we have some books to talk about. We have Justice League No Justice Number One. We have Detective Comics Nine Eighty, Wonder Woman Forty Six, The Flash Forty Six, New Superman, The Justice League of China Number Twenty Three, Hal Jordan, The Green Lantern Corps Number Forty Four, Sideways Number Four. We were planning on doing the Immortal Men Number Two, but I know Matt probably didn't read it. Mm-mm. It's an audio podcast, but you have to you have to say yeah, it loud. Yeah, no, I mean, I read half of it, and then I didn't care, so I stopped. Oh dear, um, yeah. I didn't read it because I looked at the preview on Comicsology. You, know, you get the first three pages before you buy it. You can yeah, have a look. Uh, I looked okay, at those okay. three pages and went, I don't really want to read this, and then didn't. Yeah. Connor, did you read The Immortal Men number uh, two? I, I fell asleep reading it last. Before before you go on, I need to finish my list. We're also talking about Batman White Knight number eight. And then Connor is doing Connor's Corner all month because we we got a bonus patron patronage for the month where he has to do four of them this month. So eighteen number issue eighteen is on that he's doing today. So you can look forward to that. And there's also some news. Alright, what was your thoughts? Well, just on Immortal Man, that tells you all you need to know that it's got like a great concept, but it nothing sticks that makes you want to hang around. So yeah. Uh, uh, to be fair, I don't know how bad it actually is because I was quite drunk after Arrow last night, okay. and then the I thing was is, it while in bed. So, yeah, it's not bad in the way where it's like, ugh, this is terrible. It's more just like, well, I have other things to read. Well, hold so on, I, I've, I've got this. A, this is how it felt to me. I this might be the most insulting thing I've ever said, but oh, to me, it doesn't feel like it's the worst thing ever. It just it feels so early New Fifty Two. Yep. It does. Like like know. when they were trying to make you care about Task Force X or whatever that team was. That like I feel, I feel like it's got a little bit more character to it than most of that stuff. Uh, you know, because you know, you're talking about all those things that they're trying to make you care about and I just don't. Whereas at least here like they're trying. There's you know, okay, they've got some cool designs, they've got some cool powers, you know, they've got something just, going for it, it re- them beyond, oh, here's a team. It reminds me of all the, the Wildstorm, like, reject characters they try to give books mm-hmm. and start the New 52. It, it feels like those to me, and I'm just not feeling it. A couple of those are alright, though. Yeah, I don't stick, stick around for well, it. No, it, it does. It feels like Wildcats, where I don't know who these characters are, but, like, they might have cool, like, power sets, but... I don't think like, it feels very much of what I know of Wildcats where there's two sides and it goes deep down and, and mm. you're split onto one side or the other. So it's a shame because I, I like, I like Tinian, but it just 
you know, yeah. I'm just not feeling this book. So <laughs> I, I did notice Jim Jim Lee's just not on this issue at all. Oh, we knew that. We knew that already. Right, okay. We've done that well, for months. I know he didn't finish the first issue, did he? So I thought, well, maybe we did some on the now, second. We knew that he was only on issue one after, like, for a while, and that was the only one he was doing. Right. And then we got to the book coming out, and it was like, wait a minute, he didn't even finish this one. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. jokes are playing. Yeah, so, so the team I was talking about was like Task Force X, and the new 52 was called Team 7, and that book was real bad. That was the one with a uh, Black Canary and a husband, right? Yep. And, yeah, and yeah, Deathstroke that was and... But who is Black Canary's husband? Some High some King military King. agent dude. Corporal okay. Lance, that's all I remember. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he got left behind on the first mission. And uh, and then, he, of he, course, he reappeared five years later. because Yeah, and, and, and in my, you know, during that time I was reading everything. So, of course, I read it all and owned all eight issues. Uh, I, I read it all too, Matt, don't worry. Yeah, so... But yeah, but I, it made such an impact that I couldn't remember the name, so I just had to pull up the launch titles of New 52. Mm. Uh, that launch title? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. For some reason, yeah. I thought, because I, I remember them referencing it a little bit later then. I thought, because for some yeah. reason, I remember them. Oh, no, maybe not. Maybe not. It, it has it listed in September 2012. Oh, so it was so, a Wave 2 book then. Yeah. yeah yeah. Uh, that oh, that's right, because they cancelled like four or five books after a year yeah. and then launched like five books that immediately. It was obvious that the five they replaced it with were clearly going to be cancelled just as quick. Like, yeah, yeah, but they were they were insistent on keeping the fifty-two for as long as they could. They were. Mm-hmm. Uh, fool's errand, quite frankly, fool's yes. errand. Uh, so that's this. It's some, we got some news this week. There was no big like announcements this week, but there's a lot of little things uh, that kind of added up to some some reasonable news. So we'll get into this stuff now first up kind of down you know downbeat news here because uh, we're going to talk about prices and prices increasing um and what's funny is that we knew from the solicits in for july that batman after its anniversary issue because all the anniversary issues are more expensive but after the anniversary issue issue 51 was 399 it was like okay so batman seems to be switching is that going to be a new trend we know justice league is going to be double shipping at 399 um and Basically, a couple days ago, we got a news article confirming that The Flash and Wonder Woman, starting with issues 51 in July at the same time, even though they'd been solicited as 299, are going to be 399. That was like a big thing. It was like, okay, so they're, they're going up to 399. A couple days later, because I thought, that's weird, it's just those two. I feel like they'd probably just do all of them. And sure enough, like a day later, oh, by the way, and uh, scratch that, all of the DC Universe books. Not the, uh, the New Age of Heroes, not the... Um, some of the other things that are kind of separate, but all of the main DC Universe books going forward are going to be three ninety nine. And what was odd though in the wording, it said as of last week, but I think what they actually mean is that it's going to be issues. Given that what they announced for Flash and Wonder Woman, and that we know Batman fifty one is supposed to be the start of its three ninety nine, I assume what they mean is that from issue fifty one in July, and from that time, they're all going to be three ninety nine. Uh, well, yeah, unless we get to next week and they've all gone up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, unless we get to next week and the vault went up, but uh, I don't think so. I feel, I feel uh, like I, I hope not. That would be a, a kick in the teeth. That, that'd be a little bit of a dick move. But my, my it's comics... one thing to tell me three months in advance. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. To go. Well, by comics... the way, next week. My comicsology still has my subscriptions all listed as the next prices, and they're all still matching what I expected them to be. So I, I don't think they've they've just sort of snuck in and said no, nah. because I, well, I think they can't change them because uh, because comic shops have already ordered them all, so they can't change them now. No, that's true. They can change it before the cut, the final cut. Yeah, so, so they've changed for but... end of July, but not for before then. Um, I got quite annoyed this week uh, watching the reactions to this. 
<laughs> yeah. Because I felt I felt I think was... it's, it's really easy to be reactionary and, yes. and be really angry at it because obviously your, your comics are going up in price. No oh, yeah. one likes that. Is this obviously we all like having cheaper books? No one's going to want more expensive books, right? That obviously we all like mm-hmm. paying less for the books, right? Obviously, but here's the thing. I was seeing reactions saying, oh, screw you, DC, what are you doing? Oh, it's all just back to before Rebirth. And I'm like, look, first of all, you would think Marvel were charging one ninety nine for their books, given how people yeah. reacting to this. Like, DC or the devil? Not, not $5 for a number one, which is they just are, D- DC anyway. as the last company. Uh, out of any of the big ones, at least. Yeah, because two ninety nine, Dark Horse, Image, Marvel. Yeah, I saw. I saw a great tweet actually. Uh, that even after this, DC still have more two ninety nine books than Marvel, Dark Horse, Image, or IDW, which are all the biggest. And I, I'd include you Boom in that. Have a, more than all of them put together, still. Yeah, probably. Three ninety nine is the normal price now. DC held out as long as they could. So well, it sucks. Like I, I just don't see the, the reason to be angry at this. It, it feels yeah, like this was always going to happen. It's disappointing because, you know, like I say, you, you were like, ah, oh, two ninety nine. Yeah. That's not much nicer, right? But I mean, everyone else is at three ninety nine. You've been paying. Th- if you, if assuming you read as anything else as well as DC, yeah. you've been paying three ninety nine. Yeah, the reactions I've been seeing this just feels so overblown. I'm like, oh, it sucks. You may have to cut a book or two off your pull list. I get that sucks. It I, does, but... I will say the part of this news I am genuinely disappointed in is that they're cutting the digital codes that came with those. Yeah, books. digital codes are gone. Except it seems from issue ones in major like landmark Special issues. issues like, yeah. It'll be like annuals and things like that. Annuals, maybe like the big anniversary issues. Yeah. Push, yeah. I, I think it, it's kind of a dick move because... You know, Marvel did this uh, the exact same thing where you know their books were all three ninety nine. They cut the digital code, and they got a lot of shit for it. And they, yeah. they put them back in within two or three months. I mean, yeah, but they also did this crappy thing where they were giving random issues out. They also did that. That's true. They, they did do that, but you know, at least they they were offering something there. DC have gone, hey, here's digital codes. Oh, never mind. Here's nothing. That's that's arguably worse. No, but, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, digital codes are cool, but if you're buying physical. That's probably most of your collection anyways. I, th- I think it's less of a hit here because the majority of the books didn't have them anyway. So it's only been yeah. taken from the single shippers. All the double shippers didn't have uh, digital codes before. Right. No. So it's, it's less of a hit in that sense. I agree. I mean, I agree. It, it does kind of suck. But um, at least from a personal point of view, someone who just buys all my books digitally anyway, I mean, it has no... Uh, I, I know. At all. Obviously, it hadn't affected me with the DC ones because it's only been going for like you know six eight months, whatever it's been, maybe a year. Yeah, it's um, been longer now. It's it, only on certain books because they started it about a year after Rebirth started, so it's been about a year, I think. Right, but you know, with the the Marvel ones, I use that thing because I was buying you know like the Star Wars books consistently. Yeah. Uh, that that code was really great because I'd either you know I'd, I'd give it to you know friends, family, or you know yeah. there's a whole community online, like especially on Reddit where people will give you the dollar for the code. So they get the book and, you know, you offset your price a little bit. So it's like paying, it's like you're paying the two ninety nine book. And right. uh, for me personally, the, the, both those things made a big difference to me in my buying habits. So it, it did, does yeah. have an impact well, on a lot of people. I've, I've already started clearing stuff to make room for the justice league books coming out this summer. Um, and with, with certain books that are going away and with like action, not double shipping and Superman, not double shipping. Nightwing, not double shipping. What's that? Nightwing's also switched to single. Yeah, Nightwing. Green Arrow's already stopped, so you know uh, there might be a book that I'll I'll talk about that I'm dropping sooner rather than later. So the only book what that really tease. impacts anyone. What a tease? Yeah. 
there's only really one book going forward that this is going to, which is something I would never drop anyways. So it's fine. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if we get the August solicits and a few of the doubles have switched to single. It really yep. wouldn't surprise me. I'm kind of expecting it. There's some and, that and I just have hit 50. It's saving money. Yeah. Yeah. That, that um, makes sense. Yeah, if, if they hit 50. Because uh, the, the, all the 50s have a second issue in July, but it wouldn't surprise me that come August, some of them switch to single. Um, I wouldn't expect it for Batman, because Batman sells so goddamn much. It's over 100k an issue, even well, the double shipping. Well, you don't want to mess with King. If King has it plotted out, let's say, yeah. through 100, and, through double shipping, then he can pull it off. Still. I think it's also worth noting they're contracted for a certain amount of time. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, okay, yeah. well, we can contract, we're like, okay, he, he can pump out this many issues. And, and even on top of that, with Justice League launching at three ninety nine at double shipping, that's precedent to say they're willing to do it with some books. Maybe not as many, but they're still willing to do it with some yeah. books. Yeah, if it's like three or four books that are double shipping at that price point, that's okay. Yeah. So that's what Marvel's already, Marvel's already doing that a while ago. Yeah, you know, Mar- Marvel's uh, a lot more hit and miss. It's like they'll they'll double ship for one month yeah. and then single ship. So it'll be you'll get like three issues every two months. Yeah, it's not even it's not even like books. random though. If you actually look at how they're ordering these books, they, they've actually been saying, oh, this book's 18 issues a year. Like it's, it's planned yeah. that way from the start that it's like two oh. on one, two one, two one, two yeah. one, so on. Which yeah. I think is a reasonable schedule to be fair. Uh, it's not yeah. bad. Uh, DC's not really done anything like that in a long time, I don't think, at least not intentionally. Maybe with some delays here or there, they've kind of stumbled into that <laughs> with a couple yeah. of books. But. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind it if, if it meant you know, you know, maybe maybe that's enough for an artist to stay on top of oh, it a sure, bit more, yeah. rather than four issues in two months. You know, three. Um, I I can definitely see uh, the Green Lantern books going single, especially if those crazy rumors about Grant Morrison uh, come, become true. I, I can't see him doing double yeah. shipping. Uh, yeah, and also we we know Liam Sharp can do a monthly book because yeah. you know he he was on Wonder Woman consistently as a monthly yeah. artist, and you know and he's been doing Brave and Bold. So. If if we can have him as the solo artist as a monthly and just yeah. keep it as that, I'm I'm all for it. The ones I'm expecting not to change, if I was to place, I mean I may be wrong in these, but if I was placing bets, I'd say Batman and Tech will stay double. I'm saying Flash will stay double. Uh, if we get the second Flash book, that might go down to single. It may. I still don't think it will though, because Flash sells better. Yeah, than but almost at all that books. point, it might as well be double, right? Because now you get two Flash books for the same price. Well, yeah, yeah, but I'm I'm just thinking in the same you know way. What I mean? that- yeah, I can see them treating it in the same way that they are with Superman. Well, the, re- the reason why I'm saying that, though, is because Williamson has said, like, King, he wants to do 100 issues, right? Which, you know, lasts a lot longer if they're going to switch to single shipping. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, it sells better than most of the other DC books. Flash is up, up there. Flash sells better than Superman books. Yeah, he's the... Yeah. You know, I consider him the fourth pillar and not Harley anymore. Oh, I do. Just absolutely. Between, yeah, Flash is the like, fourth. I had a discussion with my friend last night that... Her younger brother, who doesn't read comics but watches the show, watched Justice League uh, earlier this week, mm. and was like, "No, this, this Flash is wrong." You know, <laughs> so the the fact like there's a guy out there that's not that familiar but just knows that, what he be, likes. And to be fair, right, when they talk about Harley being the fourth pillar, that's more about wh- how much she sells for them, and she sells a yeah. lot of merch. She sells way more merch than probably some of the other th- main three do at this yeah, point. Th- that's it, though. I see. I work at a middle school, and I see a ton of Flash shirts nowadays. Oh, I'm sure, yeah, absolutely. And, and maybe not as much as Harley, but when you look at that Mount Rushmore kind of, of Silver Agey character. Oh, yeah, and, you know, and Green Lantern's you know. absolutely fifth, and I think in yeah. our eyes is a. I, I think in terms of, of it, it, when I'm looking at them in a story and in, in, in yeah. the DC yeah. universe, definitely. But as a just in terms of marketing and, and as a business, I understand why they refer to Harley Quinn as the fourth pillar. 
Yeah, it makes it makes sense uh, in that sense. But uh, so yeah, so basically, you know, books are up to three ninety nine. It, it it does kind of suck a little bit, but I mean, I don't think there's anything that I'm getting that I I am going to cut because of it. Uh, if I cut something, it'll be for quality reasons and because I was not feeling yeah, it anyway. Quality and time are reasons that I. Let's cut let's just say there. those three that you were saying stay three ninety nine and double. Yeah. So that's a. I mean, that's what an extra one fifty six dollars a month. Six fifty, yeah. Like, I was thinking of one issue each, but yeah, yeah, six, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three dollars. Yeah. So that that's not that bad. Yeah, because I mean, I was looking at it as well. New Superman's coming to an end, so that's saving me a, a few yeah. bucks. Um, I mean, Supergirl's already, you know, yeah. um, uh, already gone. Superman in action going to single obviously yeah. helps out a lot. Nightwing going to single. I'm expecting a few yeah. more to go to single. Uh, so. You know, I'm you know I'm okay, and honestly, if they keep up the quality, because we've been typically happy. But on the whole, obviously, you have your odd weak yeah. issue here or there. But on the whole, we're quite yeah. happy with the direction of the DCU right now. So I'm not. It's, it's too true. Yeah, we've got yeah, another yeah. book that is likely coming to an end. I'm sure you've we got, have this got in that the news. news yeah. Here. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's another one there. So, so you know, um, uh, I, I will say though, uh, on top of this, I like that they're keeping like the New Age books at two ninety nine. I think it's it's a good way of promoting these things, even though I'm not into all of them. I think it's a great way of promoting the the smaller ones and giving people a reason to go. Why why would they pick that over something else? Yeah, and uh, and of the three that I quite like, you know, I mean, I would pay three ninety nine for uh, Terrifics, no doubt. But for Sideways and Silencer, I I think that's perfect to keep it two ninety nine because I think they're right in that that yeah range for but, me. But I feel that's going to weed them out. So even if they leave those at two ninety nine and people aren't reading Damage, I think they can justify getting rid of it. You know what oh, I mean? Oh yeah, like, definitely. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. It helps um, that decision. Absolutely. So, well, I mean, I agree it sucks. And if you have to cut a book or two to make up for the fact that all your books are going up slightly, uh, you know, obviously, sympathies. Like, obviously, it sucks. But I, I do think some of the reactions to DC being the devil for doing this uh, are completely overblown when they're the yeah. last company to do it. Just... Like I say, I assume the people who are actually making these statements don't read comics because they they can't be buying comics from any other company. Or maybe they just read these. I mean, I'm only buying DC right now. Oh, uh, maybe, but, yeah. it, but the, the people who even even then they they'll go on Comicsology and see the price of the. Well, I should they'll clarify. I'm only buying comic store. I'm only buying DC in singles. I should clarify that. I buy a lot of trades from everywhere else. Yeah. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's my thing. Like, I I have a couple here and there from Image and and whatever that I get, but those aren't like my regular books. You know, I feel I always treat those like a treat because I'm so dialed into DC. Oh yeah, right, you know? right. But but you know my point is anyone who's even regularly reading DC, they're going to the comicsology storefront, they're going into their comic shop, they're seeing the other comics, they're, they're oh, seeing sure. the prices yeah. of every other company just in front of them. There's, they, 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 you can't just hide them away and go, this is the DC section. That's all I'm going to look at, well, unless you just buy through the DC website, I guess. Yeah, which does baffle me to an extent because because I, 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 people that I'm seeing complain are people who clearly are reading a lot of books from multiple publishers, but they're still demonizing DC well, for doing thing, this but, and like but the, you have to make a decision that's on you like that means you're reading too much if, if you're complaining if like it's two dollars right like yeah two dollars can be a lot of money but at the same time if you're reading that many books I can't imagine them making that much of an impact on you you know like I reread a lot of DC and sometimes I can't remember what happens between books you know like because I have so much swirling in my head but some people just like to complain to complain. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I mean, obviously it does suck, but I mean, like I say, I, I just, I don't, I don't think it's that big of a demonic thing. It was always going to happen. They lasted two years on the double shipping without putting them up. I'm quite happy with that. 
Because yeah. when they announced the two ninety nine price for everything that started rebirth, I said, okay, that's not going to last. That is a goodwill gesture for as long as they can do it. And they... oh yeah, it's it's at that point, Marvel were definitely at three ninety nine. Image were you know fifty fifty. Because yeah, even even Walking Dead, which is black and white, has went up to three ninety nine now. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's the price of yeah, it's the price of doing business anymore, and and that's fine. And and if you were one of our listeners or or viewers, and you don't know. What you know, if you have to drop a book, just hit us up on Twitter and we can help you out. We'll you tell you which mean? one to drop. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, because that, that's all I what I always I always ask my comic book guy. I was like, hey, out of these books, if I can only get one, what would you recommend? And he's always he's always good to help me. Like that's what talked me into dropping Dell's Superman. He's like, you come in here every month and you complain. Why do you do this to yourself? <laughs> he's just sick of like, hearing it, Matt. He's just sick of hearing you talk yeah. about it. That's all that. Is. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> like, just I, get rid I, of it. That, that's the the job of a proper comic book shop owner you know yeah. like who they're not there just trying to sell you every book possible which, which is worth mentioning well, he's he's losing money by not selling that book and he's still telling you to exactly. shut up and stop buying it exactly. <laughs> right. well and he's also the guy that opened me to, to josh williamson when birthright came out he goes hey here's a book I, you're probably really gonna enjoy it so take it for free he gave me the first issue completely free well, there you go. knowing that now i'm on whatever issue they're on i'm on and i bought in the you know the trades 20, so 20 something or other yeah, so, you know, but yeah, so if you guys are having any issues, you know, I, I can tell you what I'm going to drop after we review these issues, you know, so. I'm not even sure yeah. what Matt's talking about. Well, actually, no. Well, there's the obvious one, but I mean, you know. from this uh, ju- Just from this week that you're, you're referring to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's the obvious one. He's been talking about dropping yeah. it for like a month. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I assume I already dropped it then. Yeah, you I'm did. Looking at yeah. My yes, books, yes. And I'm like, okay. He's not dropping the other ones. I'm looking at the rest of the list. And I'm going like, nah, they're all good. What? He's not yeah, yeah. drop any of those. I mean, I mean it, it does help as well. You know, we, we told him all this. White Knight is its its final issue. Is is this week? So that's true. More yeah, something more else about. is done. More on that later. Cause... Yes, we'll be talking about that. Yeah. Oh boy. So no, so that's the first bit of news then. <laughs> to move on. <laughs> to move on <laughs> after the rest twenty of minutes. The uh, yeah. I just wanted to mention and acknowledge the new Justice League logo, which is accompanying the new series, and it looks pretty, pretty nice. It's it's very much the animated series vibes. Uh, oh, it's, like it. it's got the uh, the Wonder Woman stars on the bottom. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it, as always, as with any of these logos, it, it changes color depending on the cover it's on. Uh, there's a there's a variant by Jock for Justice League one that oh, is absolutely gorgeous. gorgeous. Uh, yeah. Uh, give me one moment. I was I, I, unawares. I put it in the thread, Matt. Come on. But, oh. you know, that thread goes throughout. So oh, I'll, it does. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put my phone down for work for five hours and pick it back up. And there's been, like, flipping 25 comments. That so, is fair. Because uh, Connor, so. Connor missed a, a a thing that got brought up. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know? And yeah. we're like, oh no! Connor missed all he the big, like, all the hysteria, all the hysteria we went through. Well, more than that in a bit, yeah. but all the hysteria, and Connor missed the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, also, to stick with Justice League for a bit, there were some interviews this week. They also revealed the cover of issue five, which reveals the lineup of the Injustice League or the Legion of Doom. They're calling them. Sorry, sorry, I was slipping into animated series there. Sorry. I just, as a wrestling fan, I hear Legion of Doom and automatically think of Hawking Animal. Yeah, you know, the Road they, Warriors. Uh, yeah. And, in you know the doomsday device like yeah move more like the murder device that got move anyway so here's the lineup uh, on this cover uh, for issue five this is the legion of doom we have gorilla grod 
we have Cheetah, we have Black Manta, we have Joker, we have Lex Luthor, and we have Sinestro. Basically, it's all the ones who have a proper arch nemesis. nemesis. Here's their arch nemesis. <laughs> but, it, but it's also the, the Super Friends version. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, you're right, yeah. Like, oh, wait, so is the Jock cover the red one? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, buddy. That is great looking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and if you hey to go back to your whole thing where Flash is the fourth pillar, look who's on that cover. Yeah. Yeah. There's four people on that cover, and the Flash is the fourth one. Exactly. The other three should be obvious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Trinity and, and Barry, but but um, but yeah, no, I'm so excited because they're so this is gonna be like the four, so there's gonna be four issues, and then the fifth issue is the Legion of Doom uh, issue. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Legion of Doom. Yeah, so Tenny, so Tenny's co-writing that one, I think. I think Tenny's co-writing the Legion of Doom issues. And that's fine by me. Hey, he works oh, with Trader sure, yeah. so well. Like, yeah, they've got a great working relationship. Yeah, it looks so great, yeah, of fun. course. Chung's Chung's artwork's great. So you can. There's a couple of images <laughs> of these of these characters uh, from cool. the series. Snyder was talking about his run in general quite a bit this week. Yeah, there's a couple of big things revealed. I've got two key yeah, talking yeah, points yeah. to bring up. Uh, uh, actually, no, three key Sorry. talking points. So here's the first one. There is there are portals in the Hall of Justice, and each one leads to a different team. So they've got like portals back. So one will lead to the Dark, one will lead to the Odyssey. Yeah, uh, we heard that way back at that original. Yeah, announcement, yeah. I think. But there's a portal that leads to a new team or a fourth team that's that's been teased but not announced yet. Uh, my first thought is the Outsiders because we know we're setting that up in Detective. Yeah, I, I don't know maybe, if that's my, my problem is I don't feel like they're big enough. Uh, you may be right. You may be right. See, someone also threw out Justice Society. Is like, no, they have the Brownstone in New York. Stop it. Yeah, it's not going to be the, the, the JSA until Too early. Uh, that's all yeah. done with with Doomsday yeah. Clock. Yeah, but who knows when we'll, we'll see this fourth team, too. He just he said that's there'll true. be a fourth team to be announced, and it, and it could be. Why not? They all want to... I feel, I feel like it's out. going to be sooner than the end of Doomsday Clock, though, because he's teasing it just now, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I thought Outsiders as well, and then someone had thrown out just the society. Because and... I'm assuming he's uh, not including Titans, because we know about... Well, that's the thing. Like with with the outsiders, we all know it's coming and that it's being teased. But I don't know if it's like big enough to be in in with all the Justice League teams. Is my thing. So I don't know if they're just talking about something else entirely here. But I feel like each each of the main guys has their kind of a like Wonder Woman has dark now, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, then Odyssey has has the spacefaring heroes. Yeah, Cyborg leading that team. Yeah, so you get a Batman leading the Outsiders. I think it would be fine. Yeah, I think that'd be so, fine. Um, mm-hmm. Unless it's just something completely new, and it could be, like you know. What if it's a new version of the Suicide Squad? Oh god, we're no. just taking out. Shut up. <laughs> uh, no, I feel like, like I don't know. Maybe they'll have like a new team of, of characters or something. Yeah. Like so, some team have not had before. Like yeah. he said, he said like in the first issue, you'll see Vixen. She pops in mm. to use the Med Bay or whatever. What and, if a uh, what, what what if it's an all-lady team? What if they have like a, a new team that's just cool. all ladies? With like Vixen, like Vixen and Black Supergirl, Canary. Black Canary. I'm trying to think of that team that... Um, the Leftovers of Justice League of America. Like, the characters I like there forming yeah. a team. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know? I don't know, maybe it's something new like that. Maybe it's the Outsiders. I don't know. But he's teasing it, because he loves to tease things. Because yeah. that's what he does. Uh, he does. He can't help himself. Yes, he does. He's an excitable child, which... As someone who's been called an excitable child from time to time, I find endearing, but sometimes I also like to be surprised by things. I, I, I do love it because even even if I'm disappointed by the book, I can't help but like appreciate oh. his passion for his work am, at all times. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. feeling like feel this is Infinite Crisis era DC. Because even... Where there's all this stuff going on and it's all interconnected. Yeah, because I was just to uh, sort of 
agree with Connor there. E- even when it was at the end of his Batman run, and even when it was All Star Batman, and I really didn't like that stuff. Whenever he talked about it, it was hard not to at least appreciate his enthusiasm for the shit he was doing. Right. He, so even if you don't enjoy Batman it, making he is clearly into it. He's. Ne- it never feels like he's doing it for the paycheck. Yeah, it's no. uh, it's how I feel. It's actually how I feel, and this is maybe controversial to some. If Tim was here, he'd punch me. But it's how I kind of feel about Guillermo del Toro. I, I, I love his enthusiasm. I like him. Whenever he's talking, I think he's great. But I just don't love most yep. of his movies. <laughs> Yep. So, yeah. I'm I'm with Pete on that one. Like, I want to be his friend, and yeah. I want to tell him like, oh yeah, man, good job on your movie. I just like, kind of wasn't for me, but like, good job. Like, I yeah. appreciate the art there. Absolutely. So let's talk about the two other big talking points that were re- revealed this week. And I was joking after this because it, it kind of adds something new to the Flash mythos. It adds something new to the Green Lantern mythos. And then I was thinking, okay, so what are all the other characters going to get? Like, is Wonder Woman going to get like a flaming lasso at some point? Or like, what's happening? So here's the two things. First up... As long as it's not a secret triplet, I'm fine. Oh God, yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> The first thing was a new thing for The Flash, and this is something that's going to be introduced in Justice League, but they did mention, and this makes sense, given that Williamson is so ingrained as part of the, the League team, you know, he's part of that, that trio that are doing all the League books, it makes sense that he would also use this in The Flash book as well, which he's still going to be writing. Uh, and this is a new force, this is the Still Force, and it's basically the opposite of the Speed Force, and it comes from uh, Entropy. So obviously the, all these things that sense. came out of the you know the the the, the, the wall breaking entropy is going to force this uh, this still force and he even mentions in this interview Scott Snyder was saying that Gorilla Grodd might have a leg up when it comes to figuring out how to control this and I'll tell you what I like about this I think the name's a little bit silly right now it may grow on yeah. me uh-huh. but what I like about this is the idea that there's a, an opposing like not the negative speed force but there's an opposing force to the speed force, force that can slow yeah. him down it makes it, it's like a natural opposition to the Flash in a lot of ways. I can't well, there's, that. it's called the Justice League, right? And the symbol for justice is the scales, and the, you know, for every thing is an opposite. You know, there's an opposing oh, force sure, yeah. in Newtonian physics. So with, with this and and the just or the the Green Lantern thing, I'm going to be introduced. That. You're getting to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, they're both opposing forces. They are. And yeah. I feel that's going to be the overarching theme of Snyder's run because then you introduce the Legion of Doom. As well, which is the opposing force of the Justice League. So, uh, I, I will say I kind of love the, the idea of you, you know I know that they mentioned oh you know Grodd maybe tapping into it. Yeah. But I love the idea of like Captain Cold because that, that's how his things like right uh-huh. let's slow him down with the cold. Yeah, but it's yeah. like can he try and manipulate this somehow and play with it that way? Yeah, I love the idea of villains trying to use it because now they have like a power that they might be able to tap into that can actually because it's like okay maybe they'll come up with some fun plans to beat the Flash on occasion, but he's so fast that he's hard to topple. They really have to outthink him. But the idea that they have some something that can just slow him down and it'll just work because it's actually like a force of nature. Like, that's actually really cool. So I'm into it. I, I think they could have maybe come up with a better name <laughs> than Still Force. I, I agree, not the best, but yeah, no, whatever. but Speed and Still. I mean, you don't want to call it the Slow Force. You know, or the decay force. I mean, like, I, I think the problem it? is that there's not much that you can go with because the, the problem, you know, negative speed force is probably the, the least stupid sounding one. And that's still kind of. I've already used it. I wasn't well, so. exactly. Yeah. That's already been used for something else. So it's like, okay. I don't know. Maybe the the static force or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but that's when you just walk around touch a doorknob. Connor <laughs> <and it sucks. laughs> does that every day anyway. Uh, yeah, that happens. Yes. Uh, the worst happens uh, somehow. It happens to me at grocery stores where there's no carpet. It's tile, and I'll go to open like the freezer to grab eggs or something, and it gets me. Oh, I get so angry. 
So we teased the Green Lantern thing though as well. So this is actually coming early enough. This is issue three. The cover for this is out, so we can see what it looks like. John Stewart is going to get a new power ring. I presume this is temporary, but he's going yeah, to become. Yeah. I think we talked about this in general a couple of weeks ago. Uh, yeah. Maybe when the solicit came out, because it's issue three yeah. from from July. Uh, but it's, they're talking about the ultraviolet lantern. Uh, which is yes, what he's going yep. to become. Ultraviolet, of course, being the, the invisible light, if you will. So I guess what Matt means when he's talking about it being the the opposite, the opposing force again. Yeah. Because um, that's the thing with darkness. Darkness actually isn't a thing. Darkness is just the absence of light. So even though it's the Black opposite, light. it's not an actual thing that's doing something. Whereas, well, no, and that's why Blackest Night yeah. was. It worked out that way because black was the absence of life. Yeah. Right. That's you know. So here you have the invisible spectrum, which opens it up also to like infrared and all yeah. these other different forms of light and how oh my god i just thought of an insane crossover with predator where he's the infrared yeah, lantern yeah, right <laughs> it's all right we're, we're, we're definitely getting a bluetooth lantern <laughs> you better be dressed like a viking though like oh i would love that you know just a viking planet yeah yo no, let's cut that out, Pete. That's going to be me and Connor. That's okay. <laughs> um, oh, I also could do like, like X-ray lantern or something like that. Yeah, I mean, just all these different forms of light, which is yeah. kind of cool because I appreciate what Johns did by opening up the spectrum with, with the Roy G. Biv, like split light. Uh, but this is actual different bands and wavelengths, so they don't necessarily have to be the same thing, which I like. I, I, I like that it's the same concept, it's just the next step, essentially. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, yeah. you've opened it up, well, we're just going to take it one step further. And I don't think anyone else has done that. Everyone played with the new colours for so long, and it was yeah. like, okay, we're bored of just seeing all these colours. And I think, and I, you know, I was sceptical about introducing new things to this, so like, how much more do we need? But I think this is quite an interesting, like, logical extension, at least, rather than just, oh, here's a new concept. Well, well yeah, and it fits in. Once I saw this still force and we already knew about the legion of doom it makes sense for that overarch of balance right yeah so um and and snyder does play the long game so i'm yeah. sure this is all going forward to whatever his yeah. end plan is yeah yeah he, a, he said he's got a two-year plan it's all mapped out and everyone's yeah. excited about yeah. it so there was a another thing that you know he was talking about that i don't think you've got here oh, go on then he was talking about his second arc is going to be an aquaman arc Oh yeah, that's good. Oh snap! Uh, yeah, here. <laughs> yeah, and I think the reason that's notable is that Aquaman's kind of missing in No Justice, and people were yeah, questioning even, what's going on. Even though Black Manta's there, mm. like, right? And people were questioning: is, like, is Aquaman still around? Like, what's happening with that? Uh, but no, he's confirmed that they will be doing it. They will be doing the second half. There are rumors that it's finally going to be the uh, the Johns teased, you know, oh, cool. thing. Uh, yeah, and he also, if you remember, he also teased, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, that he was teasing that the second arc might even have tie-ins. At the very least, I imagine Aquaman might tie into it, because, duh. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if we've got a new team on it. Especially yeah. if we've got a new team on it, because we might do by then, yeah. So, yeah. what are you looking at, Matt? You're looking all... No, I was looking at the, I forgot if Aquaman was there or not on the, the cover, and he is. He's in the corner, but I got so... Taken by you know Hot Girl and and whatnot on that cover. That yeah, I think people were asking. Even in, though we knew he's in the team, we've seen him in the Justice League promo stuff. He's just conspicuously yeah. absent in No Justice, and people were yeah. like, what, "What's going on with him?" I'm sure. I'm sure we'll we'll, we'll yeah. get reasons. Yeah. It'll, be, it'll be on Team Earth protecting the Earth when we get some of that stuff. Yeah, with Supergirl and Green Arrow. Yeah, exactly. Uh, someone has to protect the oceans. <laughs> Her arm's useless, so let's not use arm. I mean, he's not that useless. He's just <laughs> conflicted. 
I was just, I just I wasn't sure how much Matt was going to defend on there. So I'll say this and see if it's a. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if it's a bombshell yeah. or if it's just like a mild like. Uh... No, no, I like Orm. He's, he's, you know. He's such a Matt character. Let's be honest. That's what, that's what I'm getting. <laughs> yes, at. That's right. <laughs> so anyway, so so next up, so that, that was uh, the Justice League stuff that I I had uh, that I wanted to bring up. So that, that was some stuff that was dropped this week. A uh, quick couple of quick things. Uh, Mitch Jarrett announced on Twitter that he's renewed his exclusive DC contract. Good news. Yeah, I, I think you said it was like the easiest decision he's ever made as well. Yeah. As well uh, to that yeah. to that effect at least. So so that's cool. Um, Your Animal is officially ending all of its titles are going to end in August um, with their issue 6 they claim that was always planned I'm not so sure I believe that but <laughs> they're ending in I, issue I 6 I don't know if it was always going to be then but they did always refer to it as a pop-up imprint. Oh, they did. Yeah, they absolutely did. So, which which implies, you know, okay, it's, it's a temporary thing, right? But only one of the books was ever listed as a six-issue mini mini series. That was Eternity Girl. All the rest were all listed as ongoings, and now all of a sudden they're ending at yeah. issue six. So they have said Doom Patrol is going to continue at some point. They have, yeah. yeah. Doom Patrol is coming back at some point, but the Young Animal as an imprint is 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 finishing. I, I feel like they could probably fold it into one of the other DC imprints. Yeah, Vertigo seems like a good point. place for it. Yeah, I, I think this is the case. You know, obviously this was Jared Way's kind of own little thing. Yeah, and yeah. it's clearly I think he's the one that got too busy, which is why Doom Patrol hit the delays. A lot yeah. of delays. Uh, it, it makes right. me wonder if he's, you know, dipping his toe back into music after doing, you know, yeah. So that's always been his thing. Because when My Chemical Romance was on break the first time, that's when his uh, what was his first book? Uh, Umbrella Academy. Uh, yeah, that's when that really hit, and then you know, so it makes me no, wonder if. He's, yeah. Now becoming a major television series. Oh yeah, yeah. Netflix, right? Yeah, Netflix, yeah. Yeah, but um, I, I think it's interesting that here because you know he, he was supposed to—he's kind of like the group editor, the curator of the line. Mm-hmm. I think this is telling me he's just too busy right now with whatever yeah. it is um, that's come up, and he just can't continue it. But he's it. coming back to Doom Patrol at some point, so he's obviously wanting to continue yeah. it. He's just. Uh, you know, so yeah. It, yeah. I mean, obviously, if you were a fan of those books, honestly, the, what interests me about this is, and this is a bit selfish, but I'm looking at that going, oh, Mother Panic's ending. That means Jodie Houser's free for something. If DC yeah. might put her on something else, she and does, I, she does co-write a lot of books, though, doesn't she? She does. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying, we know that Wonder Woman's getting a new team after Orlando's arc, and I wouldn't mind Jodie Houser being the one to write it. I'm all uh, for it. Batgirl too. Batgirl's gonna um, have an opening. Well, no, we know that uh, Marihead Scott's going to be on the book for an arc at least. Yeah, for an arc. Yeah, so, no. but after that, oh sure. Know, I mean, yeah. I mean, it might just be an arc. You should, yeah, you might write or something else that could be teased in this week's Detective Comics that I'm going to rant and rave about when we get there. Uh, oh, of course you are. You can look forward to that. That's coming up later in the show. Um, next up, uh, speaking of, <laughs> speaking of bat characters, that uh, this is this is the closing of an opening uh, because uh, Batwoman is probably ending with issue 18 in August. Uh, it's the trade sort of information not to solicit per se because it's not been solicited yet but sometimes Amazon gets the, the details early mm-hmm. and it happens to mention it's a stunning conclusion um, in, in, the, in the trades which ends with issue 18 so it's looking like that's going to be the end of the book and it makes a lot of sense it's not selling particularly well uh, it feels kind of right that that's going to be when it ends so. to, to yeah. quote a purple mad titan this is a mercy <laughs> you've really went down in this book haven't you Matt? I, I have I, I have recently as well, to be fair. Yeah, I'm not yeah, loving I, it as much as I was, but I mean, I, I wouldn't be that mean that I to know it. There's, an, there's a logical ending, so let's say even if they, you know, relaunch it after this, mm. then I, I can know that I read this full arc and, oh, sure, and yeah. we're good, you know. 
But if they did relaunch it, I feel like it'd be with different teams afterwards anyway. So it would yeah. be a new chance to try it again with it's just, new people. As soon as Tinian left, that's where I felt like the steam kind of started going. And I, I was really digging what it was doing. Tinian. I think it was the lack of Epting. Yeah, Epting was why I loved that first arc so much. And because the writing was solid, but it was Epting that really made it shine. And yeah. I feel like the the the, the, the plot with the, the Sophia and the, the island and then the ultimate reveal of who's behind it all recently, it's just it's kind of gotten less and less interesting it, as it's went on. It feels on. like it lost yeah. its direction. It had a it yeah. had a unique style and tone at the start, and it's like I wanted to be this you know this spy thriller essentially. Yeah. With this big you know this big caped adventure, well, and then it's just I, kind I of like okay, we're doing Batwoman stuff. You decide you're gonna make a big bowl of mac and cheese, and you're like, I'm gonna eat this whole bowl, and then you get halfway through, you're kind of like, all right, well maybe I didn't need this much mac and cheese, but. You know, sometimes, I'm Matt, your, your metaphors sometimes baffle me. I, I mean, I just, oh, jeez. Anyway, that's how I felt about the, the, the Sophia up. stuff. Like, this is real cool. It's a good idea. <laughs> Maybe I made too much though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, we got another creator teasing something on the Twitters. Uh, actually, just that reminds me. I didn't put this in, but I'll just want to mention that Chris Wilgus is still posting little teases of art from his unannounced mystery DC book. So, uh, excited. Worth uh, mentioning I like that. His work. I do like his work. Uh, the new panel I posted looked good. He's got really good fingers. He does good fingers. That's, that's no, a good I, thing I to say. I know what you mean. But... <laughs> I, I, think, I think some people really struggle with the hands and just try and hide yeah. them, and they just do close fists all the time. Yeah, no, it's, it was because the panel that he put out this week, it was a female character, and her fingers, I don't worry, they're very stylized, but they look good. Like They look like, oh yeah, that's some quality finger work. Anyway, moving on. So, Percy was teasing <laughs> something. The Prometheus 2 joke in there, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> uh, so, Benjamin Percy on Twitter, of course, he's currently working on Nightwing. He just started his Nightwing run. He, he loved his Granado run that just ended a few months ago. Yeah. Uh, so, he said the following. I'm just going to quote the tweet. Uh, Massively excited that I'll be taking over blank. He's going to put a space in, sort of indicating. And then he says, a year from now. And that I have such a luxurious amount of time to patiently study its back backlist and plan for the future the most brain melting, heart detonating story possible. Now, it doesn't necessarily like this is not one hundred percent that this has to be a DC book necessarily, but I think it's a fairly likely possibility. Yeah, I don't think it would be heartbreaking and brain melting. Um, do, you, do you know what the, the cynic in me is? Oh God! It, it is you know. So we're talking about how okay, we got Grant Morrison on uh, on, on Green Lantern, right? Yeah. My, my the cynic in me is like, yeah, he'll he'll only stick around for a year. Oh, so you think he's hitting, you you think he's hitting? He's going to be on Green Lantern after Morrison leaves? Maybe. That could be cool. I, I think we I have like to. What he did with Hal. That's assuming what he the, the the Morrison thing even pans out is true. Um, right. Right, um, but it's the sort of thing that I can see lining up in my I, mind. I don't know why you're jumping to that one specifically, though, because there's a lot of other runs that feel like they could have a year left in them, but maybe the creators know they're ending, their story no, around no, then. it's true. It's true. That, that one, it was just, like, I feel, that one was, with that showing you how, if it is true, we were saying it kind of feels yeah. too good to be true. I'm like, I'm like okay, I, they've got him for a year. I would agree, though. I would agree that whatever this is, it's different, because obviously Nightwing... It's still like a sort of street vigilante hero. I do think the way he's phrasing that makes me think this is a completely different corner of the universe. Yeah. This this is either a superpowered individual. I don't think Williamson's going to be done with Flash in a year, but maybe he was will be. Maybe maybe around seventy five is when he'll call it quits. Maybe he's got his story mapped out, and that's when he'll end. Uh, it's definitely not Bendis with Superman because he's got that in a 
Yeah, Superman yeah. will still be with Bendis in a year. Absolutely. Yeah, no, no, no chance they've only got him on it for a year of you know twelve issues each. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was Wonder Woman, right? They could open up in a year. Who knows who? Again, that's who's taking over after Orlando. Again, that's assuming whoever the new person is is only going to be there for a year, which they might be. I'm not saying that's obviously it can happen, right. but if that's double shipping, a year is still a reasonable run. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Same same as Rucker. He was a year. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, no. I think I'm leaning towards something that has a current team on it already that's going to leave in a year. But that's just a, a gut feeling more than anything else. I don't really have anything to back it up. I think he's never really done a team book. I'm trying to think of the teams that. Other than Teen Titans I that mean, he just finished though. I, I mean, it's been a, in yeah. a year, we could, <laughs> this could be something entirely new that happens to be spinning out of some event. Oh, sure, yeah. I yeah. mean, for all we know, this is like, you know, Legion spinning out of Doomsday Clock. And that's why it's a year from right, now. Right, exactly. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't don't do what? But, but he's right, it could be Legion. Legion, this could be JSA, this this could be one of those things where it's like, hey, oh, Matt. he's taking over these, but no one's on it at the minute. Yeah. Taking over doesn't mean that someone has to be no, on it. No, that's true, that's true. I mean, it sounds more like he's taking over something from someone else, but you're right, it could mean that. And to be fair, Matt, the timeline lines up to when Doomsday Clock will roughly be ending. I'm not saying I don't want it, I'm saying I want it right now, and I don't want to wait a year. Oh, sure. Like... Because... Because I actually worked out, if he keeps his current schedule, Doomsday Clock, issue 9 will be November. That'll be the last one of the year, so there'll be four, no, three issues left for, for next year, yeah. which will take so us up we'll to May. mid next year. Yeah. So that's about a year. I mean, that, that makes sense. God, does line up. with time travel in the future with all <laughs> his tech. Like, he's done a thing for tech, as we've learned through... through well, what, uh, what did he call it? Mind-bending? He said it's... The, yeah. He's going, to, he's going to read the backlist for a year and plan for the future the most brain-melting, heart-detonating story possible. Mm. So, he's excited when he, when he about says, it. When he says plan for the future, that's a legion piece. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean oh, also, brain. Brain-melting, yeah, brainiac. I'm trying to think of the heart-detonating, what, what was detonating. All right, you guys are getting those. proper conspiracy theory trying to oh, deconstruct I was gonna this say, tweet. This, this is the definition of, if you've been watching Legion, the, the throwing out everything yeah. that doesn't work to make a conspiracy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This this is that. Uh, We're not Legion superheroes, not Legion on FX, but you guys are not talking Legion on FX and not Legion <laughs> superheroes for those following at home, just so... <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that was, that was all the actual news, but I suppose we do have to talk about the hysteria that erupted for a day. And part of me didn't even want to bring this up, but given that it got an official response from a few creators, Jim Lee specifically, I feel the need to mention it. Just denying that this has to be brought up. I know, I know. So, a website that is notorious for spreading rumours and misinformation. Now, admittedly, here's the annoying thing about Bleeding Cool, is that quite often they do get things right. Because they do get sources, they do get things, and it turns out to be true. It does happen. Which is why so you, you know, can't just you, you discredit them all the time. Often, it's more like you know, 50-50. It's just that but they 50, shout 50's, about the successes. Oh yeah, 50-50s... clock is right twice a day. Well, 50 is more than twice a day, Matt. Well, no, because if it's the clock, it's 12, right? It's 24 hours. So it'd be right twice. That's fifty-fifty. No, that, that, no, it's right twice out of twenty-four. There's twenty-four hours in a day. It's only right two of those hours. And that, and that's discounting all the individual right. minutes. Exactly. Okay. Well, either way, I have a <laughs> broken clock because I don't like them. So that's fine. 
I'm sorry, Matt, but that, that I have I'm to shut let, that I'm down. I'm gonna let these guys go because, as we know, I get I tend to wear my heart on my sleeve, and I tend to rage easy, and this type of stuff makes me rage. <laughs> oh, oh, it makes things. me angry too. So anyway, yeah, you're better at containing it. So, so the big the big thing with Bleeding Kill as well is that they love to pat themselves on the back whenever they write something. Their the writing, their journalism is usually awful. But anyway, so here's the thing: they broke this week that according to sources that DC's next event, which, and it sounded like it was later this year, from the way they were phrasing it, is going to be called simply Crisis. And that, so far, pretty believable. I mean, I don't know if I expect a crisis before the end of Doomsday Clock and during this No Justice stuff, but, you know what, it's still... And and to be fair, Metal was a crisis in all but name. Sure, but the idea that DC's going to have an event soon called Crisis, that sounds perfectly reasonable, right? That's that's DC Comics. DC. That's what they do. But since 1985, at least. However, I I I honestly feel that this was nothing but fear mongering clickbait because the headline was really focused on the idea that it's a full on reboot and it will erase both the Superman Lois marriage and the Batman Catwoman marriage. And now I what immediately particularly asinine about yeah. that. Quote, I, quote Connor. Yeah. Maybe they get rid of the Superman marriage because you know it's like okay that was brought in a couple of years ago. The Batman one, they're only just doing... That's not even till July. They're not going to get rid and of here's, it by the here's end of the thing. year. Just, just to tangent into the Batman-Catwoman marriage, I think that's going to be over before King leaves. I think King's story is going to include the end of that marriage. Oh, quite possibly. Oh my god. Bruce's starter marriage. Oh man. <laughs> no, I, I just mean that I feel like because he's went through all the effort to set it up, I feel like one of the big things that will happen before the end of his run is how it ends in some way. Uh, no, so he's just trying to get his family jewels. So what? So what I'm saying is, is that the Batman Catwoman marriage doesn't have to be a. Oh, done. Alright, you're trying to reach yourself. Yeah, I didn't even hear. I didn't even realize Connor was speaking until they finished his line there. Now, what what I'm saying is, is they don't have to erase Batman and Catwoman's marriage from history because I don't think I think it will have a natural ending in the story. I don't think it has to ever be erased. Uh, I, I think this is jumping to all this, the fear-mongering stuff that comic fans love to obsess about and go, oh no, they're going to ruin everything because they're, they're evil companies. That said, let me just point out what I said, though. DDO was never a fan of the, the super marriages. Like, that's, he wanted them young, fresh. Oh, hit. sure, yeah, but he's... So, he's that's probably why they put like, they, they, they mentioned yeah. DDO's name in the article, just to lend some credence to it, because we're like, well, DDO doesn't like them. But they've already done it. So that, that's my thing, and it proved to be unpopular. So then they had to do all these gymnastics to get Lois and Clark back. Yeah. And then they you, just rebirthed it. So you, don't, you, don't you piss, just wasted four years. You don't piss all that, that away right after you've done it. And on top of that, like I, I find it hard to believe that even Didio didn't learn from the positive yeah. response of Rebirth. And everything, all the good fortune that's came from what they did with Rebirth. Here's the thing about Didio. As much as he has many, many faults, he's a businessman. He's yeah, not an idiot. He'll go, hey, this was a success. This made us money. As, let's, as fun let's, as he let's, is, let's not screw that up. To, to poke fun at, he has made, you know, he's learned. This is not the same Didio from New 52, who's kind of swaggering, going, we're changing the comic industry. This is a guy that got knocked off of his chair and went, oh, this is a long climb back. So, you know, as we learned in that latest, you know, the WonderCon panel, where everybody that stepped on that stage took a dig at him. You know, so... Oh, yeah, that was good fun. And, yeah. and the other thing as well is, like, you're telling this is going to be a hard reboot, which, here's the thing, if this ends up being a thing where it's, like, a relaunch, where they're going to, like, do some new number ones, it's going to, like, change some status quo stuff, that's that, that's believable, that's fine. That's, you know, yeah. regular occurrence and in the comic world. That said, though, I find it hard to believe that either of those uh, versions of it would happen before 
before I said that weird before the end of Doomsday <laughs> Clock, and I mean I could see there been something in the middle of Snyder. Like, let's say this this two year Justice League plan includes some sort of thing in the middle that does shake it up, right? Okay, sure. Yeah. I still don't buy that that's a complete reboot, though, where everything's going to be reset. No, I, I can see a relaunch of sorts. Not a yeah. line-wide, but in the same way that we're uh, we're supposedly getting this thing in August that they're naming and calling it a relaunch. And, and, and like... to be fair, like I feel like that started right now. With, with Bendis' Superman, with Justice League books, all this stuff, yeah. I feel like, like if you're going to say that this summer has a creative kind of June. refresh, I feel yeah. like we've already started and done half of it in this month and next. Yeah, I agree. So, I don't know. It, I feel like it's this, it's this desire for them to name it so they can see this big thing's happening in August. And it feels like almost to the point where it's like against what even the company themselves, like DC marketing, would want. Like, no, no, we don't want to call it this big thing because everyone's going to think it's everything's changing and it's not. Like, right. Well, you just look at Ed Snyder's work on Batman. Is he effectively rebooted Batman when he had Gordon come in as, you know, and yeah. super heavy? You know, sure. but that wasn't like... Like, yeah, it shifted things, but it wasn't for the long haul. It was just for the effect of that story. I'm just, I, I think the, the R words are being thrown around a little too often these days without really considering what they're meaning and what the, 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 the hysteria that it may cause. So here's the thing. I, I assume this was bullshit. I gave it no credence. Uh, I think we all kind of agreed on that front. This very same night, Jim Lee goes on Twitter and says... Uh, Rumours of a reboot are ludicrous. Um, stop spreading misinformation. Have a good weekend. Now, here's the thing. You could tell me that, yeah, they would lie about their plans because they don't want to reveal things. But if they if they were planning anything along these lines, it would be, oh, there's no news. This is all just rumours. Well, I, I think it's worth noting that they don't comment on Blinko's rumours usually. Like, the, the August stuff? Silence. No. no, but just to finish my thought, like... If they were going to just like, PR it to, to sort of deny it, they would say something very neutral sounding. This wasn't neutral. This was salty. This was like stop spreading misinformation. To me, that was a direct. Uh, even though they yeah. never mentioned Bleeding Cool by name, right? Because why give them the, nope. the, the, the traffic? Yeah. Why give them the, the promotion? Exactly. So he, I don't say the names like Beetlejuice. But specifically saying stop spreading misinformation, to me, that was a direct jab at them. Hey, stop making our fans worry. There is nothing to this. Stop it. Yeah. So. Well, this no. is like. You know, so we all know I'm a big wrestling fan, and I try to stay up to date. There, there's a, a website that is known for that's been pretty right, you know. But the WWE or New Japan, they don't ever address them at anything. They just treat it like it doesn't exist. But we know they're aware uh, aware of all this stuff. So if I ever saw WWE outwardly address Dave Meltzer and say like whatever Meltzer's saying is wrong, then I would know something was up, right? Like. So it's, it's, it's funny because I'd never heard of this guy until about three hours ago when I saw people commenting saying, you know, this this guy from Bleeding Cool, Rich Johnson, the the, the main guy who writes all these stories okay. and is the, the owner of the website. Mm. He, he you know, told him that he's comics is Dave Meltzer. It, except, <laughs> but I feel like Dave Meltzer at least has respect. Oh, yeah. Dave, Dave, Meltzer's, with, Dave Meltzer's he, not seen as a laughing stock to a lot of people. He's no. Yeah. Like he's friends with these with these indie guys called the young bucks and chris jericho's had him on his show so he's like he's not one of the guys but he's well respected amongst them they just don't like when like they have a big surprise return planned and he goes and spoils it because this is what he's heard which is understandable right you don't want someone spoiling your story i get that yeah it gets out right versus this company who i'm not going to name because it hurts my soul like they're actively you know 
doing things and just so they can go see i told you nope see yeah. i told you they've, they've published a a retraction of sorts following this jim lee tweet as well yeah um where the, where the, the, you know i've got it here mm. where they yeah, where they tried not to go like no, they, yeah, they goes, oh, the, the, the original so- stories that we put were well sourced but further conversations with other sources who have suddenly come out of the woodwork have muddied those waters bullshit yeah, yeah. It's like well, you can't basically, what it says, they spoke for one guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, one at a time, fellas. <laughs> go, Connor. When I say oh, one I at a time, that... one of you has to speak. You don't just sit there waiting for the way to go. <laughs> well, you know, I was saying, you know, they basically spoke to one guy and went, "I'll do a great story." They didn't actually check with anyone else. They didn't verify the source. Yeah, yeah. And you can't use Jim Lee's Twitter as a source either, so you can't say that I came out and muddied the waters, which I feel that's the only. You know? Yeah, and it's worth mentioning as well that um, other creators retweeted Jim Lee, sort of just agreeing that they're yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not because Snyder retweeted it, just saying that what he said. It's like every, all of them are like, "No, nah, this is bullshit." Right. Like, He's also saying now that um, Crisis has just been used for a nickname for another project planned for the end of year. In, in the in the same way how internally they use Panic Room for Before Watchmen, which sure they've got a project yeah. planned for the end of the year. Well, I buy that. I mean, but even like. We could have a mid-level crisis-style story like Identity Crisis, which, yeah, it's not a typical multiverse-spanning crisis, but it did affect the characters going forward, right? So, who knows? There could be some crisis come this, but it's not this big, major reboot. That Honestly, this, this, if you want to call it a retraction, it just it feels to me like the... the the amateur's attempt, like, you know how like, a big company like EA have to put out sort of, oh, we'll change our plans because everyone's mad at our loot boxes in our video game. Yep. They'll put out yeah. a statement. This feels like the version of that where they're not educated to actually put put together a proper statement. Well, it, just, it feels well, like trying to like, justify their no, mistakes. It, it's really and... funny. I'm reading the rest of it. and So, you know, point two, yeah, that was the first point. that Oh, you know, crisis is a thing. It's just not what we said it was. Mm. The second point is saying, well, maybe reboot was a bit too heavy. Maybe it's just a relaunch, which... It, it probably isn't. And then he's going, thirdly, he's going about the, the Batman being married. It's like, well, yeah, maybe, maybe they won't even get married. You know, just because it's been announced and we know we're getting the issue doesn't mean it'll actually happen. Which This is just baseless speculation, just rambling in an article. This is supposed to be a news is, article. Is, it, it, he, is this you know, like using the the homeless man on the corner yelling things into the sky as a source? Going, well... He said it. He said he worked there. I don't know what to tell you guys. Like, <laughs> and, 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 and to be fair, I agree with that point. It's like, well, yeah, they might not get married. We, we know we're getting a wedding issue, but we don't know that, they're going to go through with it. That's not news. They're that's, about what's after. That's, right, that's not I news. Feel, going, I feel like not? social media and the proliferation of information has made what is news and what's not news super murky because yeah. people forget what journalism is and that journalism is meant to be objective. And if you're constantly trying to go into business for yourself and just be like, well, see, you know, look, I was right because my sources are the best sources. At that point, you're not objective anymore. That was a good impression because... of him, Matt. That was a good impression. My sources are the best yeah. sources of all the sources. We were right. We predicted right? that thing, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. So versus just being like, well, this is what we've heard. It might be true. It might not. But they come out and say things with such – confidence oh they do because that's the thing see see if that original story came out with all right take this with a grain of salt but we're hearing murmurs of some sort of crisis it could be a reboot it could be you can respect that yeah but it wasn't it was no they're doing a crisis it's going to reboot everything it's going to raise these marriages it was just nothing but fear-mongering clickbait that's all it was Uh, and if if someone says look i i've had a source tell me this might happen but 
you know, until we hear more, let's just keep it cool. I, yeah. uh, for a long time now, anytime I see that link to anywhere, I treat that link like it has a disease, and I just don't touch it. And I'll, I'll poke somebody with a stick going, hey, yeah. tell me what that says. In there. But annoyingly, because sometimes they are right about some of the stuff they get, so you have just, to check and it. And that's fine. And when they yeah. are right, that, that's fine. That means they're doing, you know... Whatever source worked out, and they're actually can, doing. Can, can I just talk about the, the the worst article I've seen from them in a long time? Wasn't even this one. <laughs> this is the one from earlier in the week about the Batwoman cancellation that we were talking oh, about. And here we okay. go. They they broke this story. Uh, you know, air, air quotes there saying like, "Oh yeah, we've discovered this." It's like you, you read the Amazon thing that's it anyone can do that anyone did do that they, they, they even said at the start of the article one of our readers sent this to us so it's like right okay great so anyone could have done that and then it was full of just misinformation like just factually wrong things instead uh, of so I... inst- instead of kate kane they called her kathy kane um when referring to the uh the future batman stuff that's been going on in that and detective comics yeah. they said it was dick not tim uh, they said it was the first Bat book to be cancelled in Rebirth, which is just factually incorrect because, you know, Batgirl and the Birds of Prey has already been cancelled. Right. It was like, what even is this? This, like, this five minutes to so just much. read. Oh. The, the amount of schadenfreude right now, you could, I could kill a horse with it. I, I, just, it's one thing to just come up with shit off the top of your head and go, hey, I've got a story. But... Yeah. Fact check the things that have been going on in the comics for like two minutes I'm not, to, to fact check. I would that. never consider myself a journalist, but I used to write reviews for things. And if I got like anything wrong, I would be mortified th- that I even hit publish. You know, like, oh, yeah. you might be going. I get what you're going. saying, though. It would, it would be. You, you'd be horrified that, that this is supposed to be a professional <sighs> journalism. Exactly. Well, if, if that went out on my friend's site, I'd pull that friend to the side and go, "Hey, dude, you need to fix things because this is it, not." It, that's it. I think I think this the, the one we've been talking about causes more harm. Uh, that one's funnier and shows just how it's, it's worse journalism. Exactly, it's worse journalism. But I think well, it's not even journalism. It's it's just that one. That to me, that's more of like a funny footnote of like how stupid they are. Whereas. Yeah spreading all this fear making everyone talk about it uh that bugs me way more because they're actually you know because we have to sit and talk about this i was on twitter and people were worried about it and i'm like no don't don't listen to them it, like there's it's, no basis yeah, for this i know i feel, it's, it's I feel the, like the smug attitude and all that like this article the retraction ends with them going hey all those books we said in august they haven't denied those so they're definitely happening yeah, that other thing we said might be right. So hey, we're not complete idiots. I'm like, well, I feel like this site treats comic fans like Batman treats criminals, in which that they're cowardly and you know stupid lot or whatever the line is. Superstitious, it, 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 not stupid. It makes me angry, and I I, I really yeah. hope none of our uh, our viewers or listeners actually put any stock in this website as a serious thing. Yeah. Because and, and if you do, I, I, it's your go-to thing for news. Please stop. Good, well, good journalism is hard to come by. It is. Yeah. Your Shoot, best, good journalism your period best anymore. Hard. No, no, it's true. But comics in particular, you know, there's all, all the good, traditional good sites that we had are kind of gone, right? Yeah. Uh, now the the best source of information is Twitter, directly from the creators. Yep, yeah. I mean, news around is fine for for getting the press releases and stuff and solicits. News around is solid, but uh, you know. yeah. yeah, yeah. 
But that, that's not so much journalism when you're, you know, taking what's objective. That's oh sure. That's PR. You know, that's that's public relation type stuff. I know that was just redundant because publicity is what I meant to say. But you yeah. know, um, but again, that's coming straight from DC, Marvel, Dark Horse. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, so no, I feel, I feel there's probably a lot of people who watch or listen to this show though who just don't even know who Bleeding Cool are, and we've just told them about them. And you're fortunate. So Maybe you are. just yeah. don't. Don't go down that rabbit hole. Just again, Twitter, like like I think Pete said, or or it might have been Connor. I but, that was me, yeah. Uh, but that's probably the best source because it resembled a good point though. So he associated it with me because his mind couldn't handle it becoming from <laughs> you. Connor, I, I, I was like, so I'm, I'm not letting Pete have the credit for that one. That, that know, was it, I was right on that. Fair enough, but like when you have these creators that are so open with people nowadays, like. Like, like all well, the stuff Snyder's been teasing us with. Yeah. Well, again, yeah. he's an excitable kid that just wants to like, hey, you guys want to know what I'm doing? You know? And he puts it out there, and he doesn't care, because he you knows we're going to go read it. Do you know what I think's funny? Is that none of the creators commented on it all day, and then once nope. Jim Lee did it, they all started like retweeting it yeah. and talking about it. Like, oh, that's... Okay, that's, well, the, that's the green did. light. Because it, yeah, it's, it's yeah. basically like they, they didn't think they were allowed to address it, and then once he did it, it's okay, floodgates are open, we can all just say it's a, a, shit a, now. A peek behind the curtain, when something goes down on the internet, Pete will tell me... Just don't, you know, <laughs> so then I won't until he goes, all right, feel free to say what you want. And then <laughs> I go off just because like, cause you're like a rampaging bear. Oh yeah. Matt has to be leashed. Matt, Matt, <laughs> Matt, not, 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 you know, am, looked after am, is a dangerous thing. For, for the lack of a DC character, I am this, you know, the Hulk of this place where just point me a direction and tell me to smash it. You mean you're the it. damage of this place? No, I don't <laughs> want to go that way. It's not going to be a thing. <laughs> It'll be gone in, you know, four it's just, uh, just while we're on the topic of comic creators on Twitter, has okay. um, anyone been seeing Tom King's teases? Mm-mm. He has been using action figures to tease upcoming storylines. Well, he, he's been doing that a little bit because he used Harley, he used... Um, Booster Gold at one point. So yeah, yeah, but he's been doing a lot in the past like week or so. Good for him. I like this guy. Oh, that's been so funny. He's, after I meet Jason Aaron in June, he's the next guy on my, oh, yeah. my K- list. K- yeah, King. Oh, J- Jason Aaron's cool to just yeah. just chat. No, King sold on Twitter. Well worth well worth yeah. uh, keeping track of him. Uh, Snyder as well for all the 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 the, the, the teases and tips and various things. There's a lot of good comic creators on Twitter. There's a lot of good ones. Yeah. So seek them out. Um, all right. With that said, after an hour or so of conversation yeah. is it time to well, finally start talking about the comic books I think it is well they, they incited us with rage what, what do you want us to say actually we can't go straight on to the books I've just remembered <laughs> God's sake I'm gonna ditch I've just remembered we do have uh, a little bit of sales figures to talk about uh, this oh, week. I'll make it God quick damn. I'll make it quick I'll be back in five minutes guys <laughs> no Matt you've been guessing to do yeah don't you don't oh, not find out how we, we, we haven't got time for guessing. We just waste it all in anger. You know, you know how Connor doesn't like reading Bizarro. That's how I feel about numbers. I just my brain doesn't go around them. Ugh. Matt, a Superman well, it, book. It's action comics. There we yes, go. Yes, yes. A Superman book was number one. Matt, you should be happy. Yeah. You should be happy. Do, do you have the hard numbers? I yet? do have the hard numbers. That's why I want to talk about it. I wish uh, they could break it down per cover because I would like to know which cover sold the most. Yeah, although I actually I found out something interesting. I assumed that these diamond numbers were just because diamond shipped everywhere, so it was it was everywhere's numbers. But it turns out it's not. Turns out it's only North American numbers. These. So, oh, really? Yeah. So there's actually more being sold that we're not seeing. 
That's interesting because oh. Di- Diamond are like the global. They are. No, they are. Uh, this yeah. was uh, Ryan Higgins uh, talking about it. That it was like, you know, and he's a comics retailer, so he you know, knows better he than me. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I thought that was interesting because uh, the number that Action Comics sold for, 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 per the chart in North America are 449,000, uh, which is pretty good. Obviously, but, we, we know from early reports it shipped over half a million. Yeah, exactly. And that, that yeah. stands to reason if you add up the rest of the world and add in digital and, you know, as well. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I'm sure it's Easy. done well more than that. Uh, so obviously that's very good. Uh, it's not, obviously there was no doubt Action Comics was going to be number one uh, for April. Yeah, no uh, what's interesting actually is that uh, this is actually one of the best months in a long time because there are six books over a hundred thousand, which it's not done in a long time. There's not much DC in the top ten, though, is there? There is not much DC in the top ten. Uh, part of that is because they're building up to Amazing Spider-Man eight hundred, so uh, seven nine eight and seven nine nine are numbers two and three, uh, with two hundred thirty-three thousand and one hundred ninety-two thousand respectively. So, Still very high. Very high, yeah. They're, they're really ramping that up. Uh, Hunt for Wolverine number one, which is kind of the kickoff issue that leads into four miniseries, because Marvel. <laughs> um, uh, that, that's number four with 138,000. Uh, so that's doing well. Uh, Batman's number five. Batman 44 is at number five, specifically, with 125,000. Uh, number uh, 45 is at number seven with 96,000, uh, which is a shame, actually, because I think that's the first one that's dropped below 100 uh, on this chart. Mm. So that's upsetting. Mm. But hey, uh, uh, it'll the, get back mm. up there by fifty. Yeah, well, yeah, fifty is going to boost it absolutely. Uh, mm. Sandwiched in between those two at number six is unfortunately something called Venomized, number one <laughs> at one hundred three thousand. I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I didn't read that. I on, did read the new Venom book. I, I I'm tired of hearing how good it is because I don't care about Venom. Do you know what, it's Matt? Personal. You know what? Even though I vowed off Marvel single issues, I heard so much crap about Venom and Avengers number one that I read them this week. Yes. I read those two books. Venom had some nice art. I wasn't into the story. I I liked it. Money. I don't love it. Don't me wrong. But I thought it was pretty good. It was a well-told issue. I just, uh, I'm just, I'm just not into it. I don't care. Avengers I like more, but I still don't think I, I love it. It's still it's fine. Yeah, I thought it was pretty it's fun. Fine. That's fine. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised Matt hasn't read it yet because it's no. Reason, I, yeah. Again, I have to get caught up on DC before I do anything, and then I got caught up on Thor and uh, what else? Killer be killed, and I think Lazarus. I may be so. back for more Avengers. I may not be. We'll see how it feels. If not in singles, definitely in trade, probably when it's you know more in, of a, in a nice story. cheap Amazon sale. And a nice cheap Amazon sale. That's exactly what, <laughs> that's exactly what I'm thinking. Um, so that was uh, so Vimanize was at six, seven was Batman forty five, eight was Domino number one with eighty nine thousand. So I that's quite an impressive number. So I, yeah. congrats to Gail I, Simone I, I, for that. I, I did check that out because it was Gail Simone. Yeah. that was you know the only reason, and it was just pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I know nothing about the character. Like, you know, when I see Deadpool I know, 2 in a couple of weeks, that'll be yeah. my first exposure to her. So I just, you took the words out of my mouth. No, I agree. My first exposure was the, the Deadpool 2 trailer of, oh, I'm lucky. Oh, that, sure, yeah, that yeah. Thing. That's yeah. it. That's all I knew going in. But it, it's a it's a fun enough read. That said, Peter's the standout of the uh, Deadpool 2 trailer, quite frankly. Obviously. <laughs> that dude showed up at the premiere in costume. In costume, and his shirt with his jacket, yeah. Yep, I love <laughs> that, that is a hero amongst we, we the We all people. know that... Both me and Pete were kind of Luke on Deadpool, like lukewarm. Like we liked it, but yeah, like, yeah right, comedy we'll was down. good, but the villain was kind of shit. And you know, yeah, yeah, I am much more hyped for this one just because it seems I have the formula down. Yeah, it looks a bit better. The jokes are a bit more cutting, but the, the end of that trailer when that that, that that's just random guy shows up. He's like, so what's your superpower? I don't have one. My name's Peter. 
I just I saw the ad. I wanted to sign up, and he's like, <laughs> "You're in." And it just cuts to the end of him skydiving in like normal clothes, and his mustache is cut. Like beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, yep. it's, just, it's a really uh, funny joke. So and it is, and, and do you know what? I, I don't even care if the movie ends up being shit because the marketing has been so spectacularly long, amazing. But see, I I'm gonna go in with comedy rules as long as it makes me laugh. Like I, I'll it'll be fine because that, that's trailers, how I felt about the first one. Like I, yeah. I, I as as a comedy movie, I love it. Yeah. But see, I wasn't thinking it was going to be more superhero stuff, so I, I had a different mindset. But this one, just the first trailer where the, the cable CG wasn't done, so he acted it out like Toy Story. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. I that was amazing. I, I think my, my problem plot-wise with the first one is it had that weird structure where it felt like the one action scene was being dragged out over the entire movie yeah. until the last act. And it kind of made yeah. me feel weird, like it wasn't moving forward. Yeah. I don't know, I just... Uh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad. Like uh, The humour was no. good. Uh, so, uh, so that, that was number eight. Number nine is Captain America seven hundred. Uh, for a landmark issue, that seems kind of low. Yeah, I feel like Secret Empire making him a secret Hydra guy yeah. kind of has done the characters. Yeah, I, I think it's a weird one where you know people are like, okay, it's seven hundred, but there's a new run starting in a couple of months, right? Yeah, yeah, that was seventy seven. We'll be back at number one, I'm sure. Which don't get me wrong, that is a boost for that book. That is higher than it's been, but it's still for a seven hundred issue. And that's that a, that's well. a Wade book as well. It's worth knowing. Yeah. That's got a yeah. name behind it. Then number ten is Walking Dead, uh, one seven eight with seventy three thousand. Uh, look at looking just at some for some DC coming after that. Uh, White Knight number seven was number eleven. Um, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's not too given, bad. Given how high the top ten is this month, there's a lot of Marvel. In an average month that probably would have cracked in. Yeah, there's a lot of Marvel in the top twenty actually. Uh, you're, you're going down to number twenty for the next DC book, weirdly. Yeah. So Marvel uh, had a good month. Which Star Wars in that twenty? Um. <laughs> that's storming around uh, yeah Darth Vader's number 19 Star Wars is number 14 yeah. uh, so those two are there but yeah tech, bo- both issues of tech are 20 and 21 respectively uh, so that's still doing really solid uh, Flash is number 27 and 28 respectively uh, so they're doing so after, after excluding action you've got Batman White Knight and Detective and, and then, then Flash, Flash. Yeah. so okay so, you know. some perspective on that and then Justice League, which you know, that's that's just the uh, the pre stuff. Which, well, it was better than before. It wasn't high profile, I don't think. No, I was talking to my friend on Wednesday, and he's like, "Yeah, so that um, priest run definitely meant to be longer, right?" And I was like, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's there just coasting on name of the Justice League alone. Yeah. So uh, this new stuff should do much better. And now you get into the Superman issues at thirty four and thirty seven, and then oddly, so 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 far we've had your Batman books, your Flash book, your Justice League. Your action comics one thousand, then Superman. The next book from DC on this list, Mister Miracle. Nice. God damn, that's that's well cool. Deserved. That is really it, cool. It's it's that, and uh, I'm impressed by by White Knight because, yeah, it's it's a Batman book. It's got Batman in the title, but it's so separate, right? It's it's not in continuity. It's yeah. not like got the obvious link that yeah. most people are going to buy it. The fact that that sells so well uh, is a, a testament to its merit as well as just it being a Batman name. I think. Yeah, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really wish they added in digital sales, though, because as someone who buys all the books digital, I really want to know how digital affects things, because I feel yeah. like with some of the, the lower-selling books, like Batgirl doesn't sell that much physically. It's, it's like less than 20,000, but I wonder, like, does the digital sales yeah, that the, make the, up? The only thing I have for reference of this is where, you know, creator-owned books talk about it a little bit more. Like, uh, mm. I, I uh, Kieran Gillen, who does uh, Wicked and the Divine, uh, he talks about digital numbers quite a bit. Um, he He says... Uh, usually 60% of their sales for singles come from digital. 
Yeah, because uh, I was those, I, those sorts of smaller books. Uh, they they uh, the mark of a digital is a lot bigger. Than that's that's what I was going to guess. I, I was going to say that I think that for the the books that are in the top ten, say it's probably like thirty percent. But as you get lower down the list, it's probably a bigger percentage because I feel uh, like. Yeah. I think as well it depends on the market of yeah. of, of who it's aiming at. Like yeah. you know the, the the big superhero books, I think t- traditionally do better in the comic stores because that's you know where yeah. their audience are. Because yeah, I know the, the, the more quirkier ones, you know, the little side projects, you know, your Harley Quinn as well, that sells really well digitally because it does it, it appeals yeah. to a different audience. Because I know I know Miss Marvel uh, at Marvel obviously, uh, I that doesn't do great sales physically. But the digital sales are so good that that's why that that's like one of the most consistent books. And this in the sense that it's only relaunched once at a number one with the same writer, but they're actually just yeah. about to hit fifty issues. Like you know, they've been going yeah. for a while on that. They're the same writer, mm-hmm. so uh, so you know, digital does make a difference. It just it's weird when you look at it and think, like, oh, why are they not canceling that? It's only selling fifteen thousand. But for all we know, digital's doubling that. Yeah, it, yeah. it so. is, especially on those smaller books. It's it's well worth noting. Yeah, that it's the the proportions are just completely different. So. Yeah, just, it's worth keeping in mind. But with that said, we can finally get onto the books. And we don't have a lot in terms of numbers this week, but we have some doozies. We have uh, some big landmark uh, moments. And obviously, starting off with Justice Well, no League. justice in, yeah, in, in, in Detective for Pete. Cause... Yeah. Not just me, come on now. I'm not the only one who cares about that. Yeah, and, and White Knight's his last issue, so that's a big tone point. You know, we're reflecting oh, the series Oh, and Flash with the Road to Flash Wars, uh, uh, I think. Yeah, I but, it. I, damn it, you ruined my... Th- I was going to jump out at that one. Okay. Just took it from so, sorry. Well, I'll just keep stealing things from you, Matt. I'm sorry. sorry so, anyway... We, we got we got Al John to talk about. Mm-hmm. First up, we have Justice League, No Justice, number one. Scott Snyder, James Tenney in the fourth, and Joshua Williamson, all in the writing team, and then Francis Manipal on the art uh, and I'm going to get it up just because I want to look at it as I'm, <laughs> as I'm talking is, about it that, that is the first thing I want to say this is a beautiful book Joe you know like, funny it's yeah. utterly gorgeous but, but Connor we're biased so Pete no but even even by Manipal standards this is incredible yeah. well, you know, I wonder what Pete thinks about the art yeah, no, I I think that's uh, something that's worth worth asking me because I like Manipal, but I've not I'm not typically as high on them as you guys are. Um, I think this is the best that Manipal art I've seen. Yeah, yeah. I I do want to say because you know, often Manipal does his own colors. Um, yeah, he's not here. It's it's hi-fi, and I think yeah. it's just yeah. They're like the the what? second page. You have that big, huge, yeah. dull page spread. Well, I, I want to say I think that's gorgeous. actually why I like it more than I usually do because I think the colors are a little bit different. They've got a little bit more. Uh, like they got a lot of definition to them. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're not watercolory. Like exactly. Yeah. There you go. That's yeah, exactly um, what I was getting at. Those colors are usually a bit flatter than this. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's some really some of the darker moments later on with the shadows and stuff actually work better because of the way the coloring is. And I think it has more mood because of that. Uh, that's fair. It, it's it's stuff like uh, here the the Superman, uh, you know, it, it pops a little more because it's a bit of a brighter blue. It just kind of stands yeah. out a touch. Yep. Uh, so. The issue begins, well, obviously, there's like a little bit at the start with the Green Lanterns going out to the source wall, and we get nothing else of them, yeah. so who knows, like, what fights they're fighting, who knows, like, if they're all just, like, screwed, we don't know, mystery, we'll get back to no. that. <laughs> well, it's also, it's smart that you, the, this is a big cosmic story, and you take the cosmic police off the board real quick. Yeah. Like, yeah. But it's that page of them at the source wall, it's just, okay, I'm in for this book, immediately, and, and, just that. And it's Guy Gardner going, like, okay, yeah, you're saying this is a... A you know a leak in the boat, but this is a source wall. It's bigger than that, and I just yeah. and then you get the scale. Like it's that's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely huge. And then you you, get, you have basically we start with Brainiac 
uh, and Brainiac sort of drones are fighting with all the teams. So the, we see the Titans are fighting Brainiac clones. We're seeing Teen Titans fight. I'm seeing the Suicide Squad fight them. Uh, so you get that sense of this big global scale. And then we get to the big reveal. Okay, the Justice League are fighting Brainiac himself and his, and his yeah, and is big, is bold. Um, Superman's fighting him, and you know there's some there's some fighting going on. Like you know, Flash is running around trying to save the rest of the team, but ultimately. Like Brainiac's like captures everyone. That's kind of what this all builds up to. Because it starts off with some you know traditional okay, Justice League's fighting Brainiac. There's fighting going on, and it looks great. But it's all building up to like no, no, Superman. I'm not here for what I usually am. Um, no. And then we cut to and I like that we actually start with uh, on characters who are not the main Justice League. You know, we start with Beast Boy. By the way, Bear Bear Beast Boy here looks great. (laughs) That's my first thought. Fantastic. Yeah, um, of course. Matt loves the bear. I, well, I just I love that he wakes up and he's like, "Brainiac will kill us all," and then Harley's like, uh, "Bear will kill us all." Yeah. Bear will eat us all. Yeah. Well, and she's yeah, and she's like fuzzy wuzzy, so she's doing the fuzzy wuzzy rhyme, yeah. Yeah. you know, in her sleep. It seems that's good. Yeah, and uh, the less Starfire and Zatanna, so you've got a real which, weird, you know, team my here. My question: uh, where, where did Zatanna come from? Just because she wasn't with any of the teams, right? He's obviously no, grabbed her as well. Well, he's, I mean, yeah. he's, we see later on, he's grabbed villains, he's grabbed, you know, multiple people. No, no, it's yeah. true. I just think it was interesting that he throws her in with these, but, you know, just separately, oh. where, whereas he doesn't take Aquaman, that, it seems, as much as he subdued no, him. That, he's that, there in that fight. That first double-page spread, if you go through the panels, mm-hmm. Brainiacs attacked New, New Orleans, New York, Metropolis, Happy Harbor, and San Francisco. So those are the ones that they're reporting on. So you can kind of, you know, the Teen Titans are in New York, or New York, uh, the Titans are in New York, Teen Titans are in San Francisco, Mm. the Justice League were in... uh, Metropolis. Metropolis. So who was in Happy Harbor? And then we know Suicide Squad was in in New Orleans, because that's where Belle Reve is. So it makes me wonder if a lot of these other characters were at the Hall of Justice that Snyder was, you know, teasing, like, they just go and hang out and stuff. Mm. You know, yeah, that's Doctor Fate and Zatanna. Uh, who else? Yeah, because when they, they stumble out of the room and they get to like you know, the big main lobby and all the bottled cities are around, uh, we, we we see you know Doctor Fate's there, Martian Manhunter, Ryan Choi, Raven, Damien, and what I liked about this is that you know Martian Manhunter's front and center, and I, I said this on Twitter this week that I really like that in this what we've seen of Justice League, even I'm popping up in Flash this week. Yep, is that. It doesn't just feel that he's here to make us happy that he's back. It feels like he's actually a prominent member of the team. He's a heavy hitter. Like, yeah. yeah. In that way, like he carries emotional weight because he seems to be like the therapist of the Justice yeah. League. He knows everyone's problems. They can confide in him. And and here, he's that calming presence because you have Damien trying to fight Dr. Fate. Because of course he is. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, and then you have him going, all right, Damien, you need to calm down. We're going to figure this out. I also love uh, Choi admiring the shrinking tech. <laughs> He's like, yeah, this, city here. this is even better than my tech. I, I yeah. must, I must examine yeah. this. I can, I can appreciate that. Uh, so obviously they're like, oh, we have to find Brainiac and kill him. And then Brainiac steps out, and he's already talked to the main members of the Justice yeah. League. He's talked yeah. to the, the the core four plus Cyborg, and <laughs> I did that intentionally. I'm sorry. Uh, well, I, I think that's interesting because Cyborg's not around, is he? What do you mean? You know, Cyborg's he's not. He's, he, but he's there then. But I don't. You don't really see him much at the end of the issue where everything's no. kicking off. Okay. He's, he, he's kind of just. He, he he's not. Uh, as much as he's in the forefront there with the main group, 
um, come the end, he's shunted to the back, whereas all the rest of the main group are at the forefront. I don't know oh. if that means that in story reasons, or if it's just you know, the no, less, I mean, no, less interested in using them. Kind of there. No, he's given a prominent spot, you know, more so than like Luther or even Lobo, because he's closer to the camera, for lack of a better term. So okay, hmm. uh, I was just saying, in terms of the, the main league, you got like you know Superman and, and and Wonder Woman and Batman right at the front. Hmm. And then, you know, Flash and Rashman are just behind them, and then Cyborg shunted all the way to the back line. Like, yeah. yeah, with with the other ones. I'll tell you what I love. Well, they're already where they need to be. They don't need them to teleport anywhere, so they're like, just go hang out back there until we need you. All right? <laughs> what point are you trying to make here, though? <laughs> I, I just thought yeah. it was interesting that he, he kind of feels like he, you know, as, as much as this starts well, off by going, oh, he's with the main group, it's like, ah, eh, never mind, forget about it. Yeah, it's but he's, almost like he's not actually as important as it seems. He'll, he'll be a heavy hitter on the Wisdom team, you know, like, where's he on Wonder? He no, he's, he's, he's on Wisdom, he's, with, he's, he's, he's yeah. all in red anyway, okay. Flash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he'll, I mean, it's him in the Flash, I'm sure, with, with Robin and Harley. Yeah. So. So here's something I like here. I like that immediately Brainiac's like, yes, I'm telling the truth. You're, you're familiar with this lasso of truth. He just holds it up. It's like, oh, go on. I'm telling the truth. It's happening. Yep. Uh, so he quickly dispels that, and then he explains the uh, the Omega Titans, these celestial beings uh, that have come out from behind yeah. the source wall. And the four brothers, the, the four Omega Titans, and they, they represent the four you know teams we've got, you know, Entropy, Wisdom, Wonder, and Mystery. And he's like, okay, Again, so they look just on a design level, they look fantastic. Oh, sure, yeah, absolutely. And he's like, okay, I've redistributed you all into teams. You've got your matching colors and, and symbols and whatnot. Uh, by the way, I never realized how much I would enjoy, and it's only one little moment. But uh, you know, Gar with Batman. Hey, I'm yeah. on Team Batman. Not now, Gar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not now, man. Uh, yeah. I, also, I really like your brain. I was like, look, I took you out that quickly, and it's like, yeah, I could have just explained it to you. That, that you know, the, the, that's the you know, this is why I'm redistributing the teams because you're not your most efficient. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I, you know, because you, you're so formulaic, I can just take you out. And, but, right. uh, but there was no point explaining that because then you wouldn't listen. So I just did it just to prove that, that how yeah. easy it was. And obviously, he right. reveals that the, the first planet being attacked is Kolu. So it's like, hey, my yeah. whole world's under attack. You, you, you come and save that. So and it's, just, it's personal for him. And as an insurance policy, I've made sure that they'll go to Earth next. Like, I've, I've planted, like, a little seed, yeah, if you will. Yeah, he wouldn't be Brainiac if he didn't do something like that. Oh, of course. Yeah, he's still a villain, basically. I mean, is that yeah. ultimately what we get at? But basically, Batman points out, wait a minute, all these teams are, like, you know, lopsided. You know, one's got five, one's got four, one's got three. Come on, like, there's, there's people missing. We need more heroes here. And that leads, of course, to the reveal that the rest of the teams are made up with villains. And we get the full page spread of Lex Luthor, um, Sinestro, Destro, Etrigan, Starro, uh, with Starbro, Star sorry, uh, with the Boha ha ha. Now, this is a Justice League. Him with that attitude is cracking me up. I'm loving it. Uh, yeah, uh, that's so why he's Starbro. And uh, Lobo, not, of course, not as well. This is a negative, but you have Harley waking up amongst the heroes, but you have Lobo, who's just been on. A Justice League squad. <laughs> um, being grouped with the villains. I, honestly, I don't understand. I think that's just a testament to where Harley is now and how she's seen by, okay. by creative. I, I think, to be fair, taken from her actual book, this is more in line with where she falls. The problem is that because they're taking her from the Suicide Squad, I expect yep. her to be more with the villains. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess arguably like she was the only one taken from a team, though, whereas all of these were collected, presumably individually. By themselves, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so... I don't know how you got Etrigan. Like, I'm down for Etrigan. I love Etrigan. Yeah, yeah also, I don't know how Brainiac got to him. 
Actually, uh, we're, we're not quite there yet. We've got, we've got to see with Amanda Waller. Amanda Waller's getting Task Force 11 ready, uh, whoever that is. Uh, and then we turn the page, and it's this room full of psychics, and they're all hooked up. So she's basically coming for Brainiac, and she's got like lots of psychics to sort of combine their psychic power yep. to take on they're Brainiac. They're all hooked up with the chairs, so yeah. they're all linked. Uh, and me and Matt were debating earlier as to some of the identities of some of these. Cause some of them yeah. are obvious. Maxwell Lord's at the front. We see uh, Hector Hammond, uh, the Green Lantern villain, at the back. Uh, yeah. Doctor, what's his face? Poison, right? No, not Poison. No, Doctor Psycho. Doctor Psycho, thank you. I'm thinking of other Wonder Woman villains. Because Doctor yeah. Poison was mentioned in this week's Wonder Woman, that's why I'm thinking of that. Yep. Uh, yeah, but he's there at the back. Uh, we were debating the red dude to the left because Matt said the Sparrow, and well, I get why he's saying that. He's missing his fin, he's missing his third eye, although, theoretically, it could be covered. So, third eye could be covered by it the It could headset, be. No, absolutely. Yeah. He's also much skinnier than I'm used to seeing him, so I'm not But here's the thing, but... too. Here's the thing, too. I looked up as before we were starting, and his race, the Calorians, mm. they all have fins. So, either this isn't a Calorian, or someone messed up, either in the scripting or the art. I mean, yeah, there's, there's a possibility, because I said this when I saw this page, like, to have a room full of this many psychics, they probably had to make some deep cuts to get some real C-lister and D-listers to make up the room. Yeah, yeah definitely. You can see Simon there as well, sort of peeking out behind Maxwell Lord's shoulder yep. uh, from Titans most recently. Mm. So, yeah, so, yeah, so <laughs> that's what's happening. Uh, then we have a scene with Brainiac and Lex Luthor, which is a very, I thought that was very interesting. Uh, just in terms of like two characters playing off of each other, you don't normally get to see. This is this is where the, yeah. the, some of the art shines as well. Oh, where, yeah. you know you have the silhouette of Manhunter and just the the red X, and then just yeah. Luther come up behind him. Luther and Shadow in the foreground, in the middle. You know the, the sort of second bottom panel. Yeah. I think is particularly but quite nice. I, I, I love that the reverse Very because when it, when it comes in, Manhunter's the one in the shadow and Luther's in the light. Yeah, and it, you know, Luther actually agrees with Martian Manhunter's deduction, but he does point out at the end, if you try to read my mind again, I'll have you burned alive. I, it's you know, it's I love that it's like, I'll burn you alive. He knows exactly what he's afraid of. Yeah, he knows what his his weakness is. Yeah, mm-hmm. I also love that when the the villains present themselves, immediately Starfire's like, "I'm not working with Sinestro." Yeah. Oh, and I love that, and I love how she's <laughs> like, "Yeah, Tamron never needed the Green Lanterns, so like, piss off." Man, she is slowly climbing my ranks of favorite characters. Uh, she's mine too. I love Starfire. Like, I, I like that she's getting such a prominent push lately. So yeah, she's going to be an Odyssey, so she's you know ri- rising up mm-hmm. in the ranks. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I think Pete's just glad we we said who this was. Yeah. <laughs> very very good very good. Uh, so so no, and then obviously there's a little bit of a you know conversation between Raven and Etrigan. Obviously they both come from the sort of demonic side of the the, the corner of the yeah. DCU. So. A little bit there, um, but yeah. So it's basically all oh, okay. So this is what we're going to do. Brainy, actually, stop fighting amongst yourselves. Like this is important. This is what's going to happen. You know, gaming gives a tut. Yeah, uh, and we get a fantastic big spread of uh, one of the Omega Titans on Kolu. Uh, very well designed. We see all the villain, all the heroes rather. Well, some of them are villains, but <laughs> all the heroes just sort of looking yeah. up going, "Shit, shit! What are we going to yeah. do here?" It's uh, it's pretty impressive looking. Yeah. Yep. And, then there's some and, that, jewel- and that, that is the wisdom one, right? That's come to Kalu. Yeah. 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 And, and I love about this this door page spread is that it's so unevenly spaced. It's you know the, the Omega Titan is so huge and it takes up 
you know, a bit, maybe three quarters of the page, and then all the heroes are just shunted into that last quarter on the right. Yeah, so like, yeah, that's how small they are. Yeah, how small the arse is I heard. I was going to phrase it. Yeah. Uh, so there, there's a sort of one. Because I wouldn't say there's many wacky layouts in this one, because Manipal can get quite wacky at times. Uh, this is yeah. probably the wackiest he gets. Is this one? It's, it's yeah. the three brainiac circles, if you will, uh, yes. with with the, the split between this, and it's basically. Uh, Amanda Waller's psychics, Task Force 11, uh, attack him, and it leads to her final page, her final moment, in which Brainiac's head explodes. Now, as worth mentioning, this is, you know, this yeah. is just robot Brainiac, he's not dead. At least yeah. not for good. Well, so. well that's it, because you could question uh, it up to that point, but you, when yeah. the, the head, you know, explodes, you, you can see all the mechanical gears. Yeah, when the head pops. So, so we're left in this predicament, they know what they have to go do, um, and we, we got Titans to start, we got Omega Titans... Yeah, and oh, that title page though, when you know, it just comes and saying no justice. It's so yeah. good. Which, you know, and by the get... way, they're going to take on four Titans. Thanos would be nothing to this team. I'm just saying it. I'm saying it right now. I'm not weighing in because I feel you can like both of that. A- a- end of Act One of Infinity War, Justice League would have had it won. Yeah, well, maybe this Justice League. This Justice League, not the movie Justice League. That's just, you know, <laughs> it goes without saying. Yeah. I think. yeah. yeah. Okay. I, 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 as well, yeah. The the next week, Crisis on Two Worlds. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. All right. Yep. Play into it, Snyder. Yeah. Give it, play, give what I want. Lean into it. Yeah. Play it into yeah. the classic stories you're referencing. So, yeah. so that's it. So even if this is traditional Brainiac and his head exploded, right? Then this opens the door for a next version of Brainiac, which I'm more than okay with because I like when they update him. Oh sure. Right. Sure. So. But it's it's clearly the the robot. When when the head explodes, you can see all the gears. Yeah, but also look at the when Waller's going through stuff in that diagram, it's all it looks like it's a combination of cybernetic and bio, uh, bio biological. That's the word I'm looking for. So yeah. no, that's true you know to that. I mean? That's true to that. So, uh, but it, either way, I, I like like that's why I love John's Brainiac story so much, and it's not just for the emotional impact it has, but for what it did for Brainiac, saying that these were all drones, and like he finally met the real one, and he was just as jacked as Superman. It was a physical threat as well. So, you know, anytime you can update that, that's cool. Here's, here's Matt's weekly reminder to watch Krypton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, no, I, know. Shh, shh, I have eight episodes banked. I'll get to it. <laughs> um, needless to say, I think we all liked this, right? I think that's pretty clear. Oh, yeah. I loved it, yeah. Given the enthusiasm of which we talk about it and went through page by page. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. This, this, are... this feels like an event, and I'm like, so I, know it's only, I know it's only four issues, but honestly, oh, yeah, feels good. That that is that... honestly my only concern about this is that how is this all done in three more issues? So my my one take back is some of the dialogue is a little bit info dumpy. Oh sure. Like, it feels very video game exposition. Like yeah, I can't yeah, brainiac wait... stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I kept waiting for the click here for next. Okay, okay. But but we are set up though, so there we can just get into it next I, issue and see. I will say yeah. for you know you're, you're saying how is it wrapped up? I don't think it is. I think that's why we still have three teams afterwards. Oh sure. I, I mean, obviously it's continuing leading into the next thing, but I still think there's a concern that all this stuff we're doing, like we have to have this part of it wrapped up in three issues. Yeah, no, that's fair. I feel like it could end with them beating just one of the Titans and the others retreating. Oh, maybe yeah. yeah. No, I can see that. I can see that. But, I can see it. I mean, um, it's not a big concern, but if I have a concern, it would be that at this point. That's fair. 
Is it maybe yeah. overstuffed in four issues? Uh, I mean, that's fair. But we were going towards the end of Metal, going, how's this going to wrap up? And, yeah, ultimately, I was pretty satisfied with the pacing, personally. Uh, it, could have been, it could have been a bit better, but... Um, no, I, not I think... in terms of the release schedule, but, you know, the, the actual, just what was in the issues. I think... Um... Yeah, you threw me off there. I was going to say something. Um, I don't know. I can't remember now. Just need to move on. Well, sorry. Yeah. How are you feeling, Matt? Oh, I'm I'm 100% in. Again, it feels like pre-Infinite Crisis era, and I'm I'm hooked in. Yeah, that... Only a week till next issue as well. And, oh. and you know, if if Justice League and the books, the the other family of books that, that are coming out of this can just evoke the feeling of this on a regular basis. The fact that it's three writers that I really enjoy and they're all branching off to, to like, you know, to each Justice League team, I'm confident. Yeah. Yeah, it it feels kind of like... Kind of like in that era where when they were doing Fifty Two and you had like the four or five yep. writers who were all kind of the spearheading yeah. the universe at that point. It's very much it's, that. It, it just it feels so good to be excited about Justice League again because obviously you know we've known this was coming for a while now so we've kind of been excited but now I've read some of it I'm like yeah okay I want these these yeah. books now. I've yeah. been this excited for Justice League since midway through the Dark Side War. Then I realized it was going on way too long, so. You know, yeah. then it kind of came off, and it's been hit or miss ever since. But this feels like okay. it. And they've openly said that, that you know this is going to influence the, the the universe as a whole. And we've already talked about in the news about how oh, we're going to get a new thing in the you know the opposite of the Speed Force, the opposite you know Lantern yeah. Spectrum, like you know all these things. Well, and that's that's another thing that speaks to the balance is that's what Brainiac brings up about them. That's why he split the teams because you need to be balanced, and you can't have balance. On a team full of good guys, which makes me one or makes me worry about the wisdom team, because if your your villain on that team is uh, Harley, then how balanced could it be? You know, is that the only villain on that team? I think so. Look, look at it all. Um, Sinestro's on. You through him. Sinestro's on Mystery. Uh, Etrigan's yeah. on Wonder. Uh, Lobo's on Entropy. Deathstroke's on Entropy. Lex is on Entropy. And Starro's on Mystery. I'll mm. take it word for it. I'd have to look at the covers again to, to know yeah, who's on I, each I team. Too, but... I, can't, I can't remember off the top of my head. Unless we're counting Damien as a, as a villain, which I, I definitely could, because he's a little shit most of the time. <laughs> you mean he's you know? like you. He's basically you in, in Robin he's form. Not... He, he, he is pint-sized you. Yes. <laughs> See? He's mini Matt. <laughs> uh... Uh, no, it was really good. I, I, I think it's big and exciting. I think it's teasing a lot of things. It's the the character interactions were solid. It was a little bit expositionary. Art was gorgeous. If it, it's nice to be excited for all this big stuff that's coming, and if you know, you know, I'm pumped for next week. Now I'm pumped for the next issue. Yeah, like, I, I'm excited going forward now. Like I was like, that, this is going to be the first thing I read every every week now, because for, for this month. And keep in mind that we're getting the first issue of Justice League a week after this finishes, so we actually have yep. essentially five issues in a row. Also, in the same period, we're getting Man of Steel starting. Yeah, that right? starts. That starts the same week as this ends. Right. So, ugh, so excited. Yeah, Connor doesn't care about that, but we, we're excited. No, 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 yeah, no, shut I, up, Connor. I, 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 I don't want to say anything. I'll just stick to my Justice League. <laughs> you can stick to your Justice League. I'll just get my Superman fix in here, hopefully. <laughs> okay, shall we move on? Yeah, let's talk Detective. Detective Comics, number 980, James Tenney and the fourth, Scott Eaton on the art. And as was a solid issue, 
uh, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. They did some good things with building up to our, our final issue of the run, and you know we had the we had Batman, Medorfin, and Spoiler sneaking into into the Belfry to try and take control back and find stuff out. Batwoman's protecting Montoya, which was a fun opening scene that really got going. But that's not Barry the lead here. See, I thought you were going to build to it. That's why I didn't know what you're doing. So I had to wait to fill you out to I'm see just, what you were doing. Here's the thing: someone on Twitter, one of our one of our audience on Twitter, before I read it, just tweeted at me saying, "You're going to love Detective this week," and I went, yeah. "Okay, all right." And then I saw you in the Facebook thread go, "Oh my God, yeah, it's Detective this week," and I was like, "Oh, okay, something happens with characters." Do you know what I, I, I said enough. to Pete the other day cause when I was recording something? I think mean, it was probably Wednesday evening. I went, "Have you, you read any comics yet?" And he goes, oh, "I've read a, uh, you know, I've read two, Detective and you know, Justice." I was like, oh, "How are they?" Um, and he was like, "Detective is, uh, you know, it's it's pretty special." I was like, mm-hmm. "Okay, what happens with Steph?" Yep. My response was, "It's not just Steph," <laughs> which is also accurate. Okay, then what happened with Cassandra Kane? <laughs> So basically, mm-hmm. they're sneaking in, and they're getting so far. And the, the, the Steph's drones are just are sort of, you know, wiping them from any surveillance. Yeah, I love that they're anti-Tim. She was so mad at him. She was like, <laughs> "I'm going to create technology where he can't follow me." Like, and uh, but they get to the, like, the server room or whatever, and she's like, "Okay, once we get down there, we're not going to be cloaked anymore. We're going to have to like, you know, do things fast." And Batman's like, "Okay, let's do this." And they're going down, and when you know. Uh, the general, you know, sends in his OMAC soldiers, and they're, you know, they're, they're talking yeah. to to them and all that. Basically, they're trying to talk Steph out of it, and they say, "Hey, you're not even the best version that you can be. You're, you're a pale imitation of what you could be, both of you." And then we see her, you know, her, the reaction at the end of that page is her going, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "What am I about to see?" And I turn the yep. page, and he, he's he's showing them. Basically, them as Batgirls from the original yeah. timeline. He's like because because of Omak, he he's got information from previous timelines, and he shows them in their bat costumes, and yeah. they're they're like holy shit. And later on, when we come back to it, uh, some of the moments I really loved about this was Cass. Like, he, first of all, she mentions we're Batgirls, and then yeah. later on, she's like touching the hologram of the suit, yeah. and she's like the symbol they let me, and I'm like. Yeah. She loves well, the idea of having a bat symbol. Well, and I love that Brother Eyes like you were an orphan no more. And I just love that play on her current yeah. code name. Mm-hmm. And and I also the, mo- the this might be the second most I've ever loved Stephanie Brown when she, she defeats him by mm-hmm. going like, "Hey, you thought that you were getting me off my game, but really you just showed me that I'm better in every timeline." <laughs> so eat this. Yes. And then she does what she needs my to. My waffle like, queen and my silent knight. Yes. Here. And now, now, admittedly, some people might think I'm jump, jumping to conclusions here saying that this might set something up. I don't necessarily think it is for sure. No. But I do think at the very least Cass being excited about the idea of having a bat logo, I think uh-huh. it'll probably lead to her at least having a new costume. Whether it's a background costume or whatever, I don't know. I, I find it weird that all of the stuff that's spinning out of my favorite era of comics is coming out of tech. Because that's the first reference we've gotten to Tim, or from Tim, uh, to Tim about Connor was yeah. there, you know? Mm-hmm. And then now we have this with with the two different Batgirls uh, yeah, in and that era. Actually saying the word Batgirls, the fact that Birds of Praise ended, like, is my yep. dream like trio of Batgirls book like going to be a thing? Are yep. they going to go to Babs and say, hey, so, we want trained as Batgirls? Like, is that going to be a thing? Okay, here's, here's, your, here's your ultimate choice. You have to rank 
You're, you're back, girls. Oh, no, don't make me do that. Yeah, you have to do it right now. Don't make me do that. They're all so good. I know. See, with you the just, Robins, what? it's so easy. The, the Robins, I can I just I can hit them. Like just. If it, was, if it wasn't difficult, I wouldn't be asking. I can't do it. It's too hard. <laughs> yeah. It's too hard. It, it's, no, I mean, it's, it's probably it's, Babs. It's like this. Babs, Steph, Cass. Yeah, it's probably yeah. Babs, Steph, Cass, but the, 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 the increments between them are so uh, minute. I, I agree with that, but only because I've read the least of Cass. So... I just no. I like her character and I like her here, but compared to the other two, you know, Babs is the that's your gold standard. That's your Dick Grayson of the Batgirls. I, I like, think I, I I like I like Cass in concept more than I do yeah. Steph. It's just I've read more of Steph, so I have a bit more of an attachment. I I like how snarky Steph and she proved it in this one where Tinian felt like tap that Brian Q Miller version mm. of her at the end of and, this one where. Just seeing yes, that costume like... again is so exciting to me, yeah. and I like th- them knowing this at the very least is exciting. And you know, and not to jump to conclusions, but he did say on Twitter he was working on a book that was spun out of this with a couple of the characters. So who knows? Maybe that does involve these characters. It yeah. could do. Yeah, I, I could see you. You're talking about an all uh, female Justice League team, right? Like, I could see an all female Bat Family book. Oh sure, you know. Yeah easy and and that's something i would read in a heartbeat like i love gotham city sirens that was the opposite side i would like yeah. to see that you know but with this group uh, um, yeah i could totally yeah. see it but needless to say i mean i love no justice and i loved another book or two that i'll we'll be getting to but in terms of a moment this was the one that made me go oh shit the most this week i get that i feel like though know, for me my problem is as, as fantastic as this moment is, I don't think the, the issue overall like stands up. I think it's a fine issue, well, and then it's like, oh, and here's why you care. I, know, I, think, kind of going, it's... I think it goes beyond fine. Yeah, I disagree with that. The, the Kate and Renee stuff. Yeah, Kate and Renee like, starts great me. as well. Yeah. The fact that's, you know, because Omax like attacking uh, attacking Renee and Kate swoops says like, don't you know don't you dare touch her and even the fact that Renee hears like she's going to be the commissioner in this future timeline yeah. like all that stuff was working oh, for I, me. I, I and then Renee, was, yeah, it was fine. I didn't love it. Renee and uh, Harvey Bullock just back and forth give me some Gotham Central style mm-hmm. vibes. Like mm-hmm. this felt like not a greatest hits, but like all the stuff that I love around the peripheral Bat universe. All these smaller characters, Batman. Like, yeah, he has an impact because he's with Steph and Cass and they're doing their run into the Belfry. But, like, it's all these little stuffs around that. And then you yeah. see him fight Batwing and Asriel and, and you know, and how those are different versions of, of himself and whatnot. Like, that was all really there and it was all solid. Yeah, no, I, I love this issue quite a bit. So, and uh, not just because of the... I just, I just didn't, I didn't quite love it. I thought it was a, a decent issue. And then it went, oh, hey, here's, the, here's what you care about because you care about it already. Uh, so it was like, okay, that that helps, but I didn't love the issue in general. Yeah, we've established many a time that you have questionable tastes, so that's okay. That's a great yeah. issue. It's a but good issue. It's a great issue. I will, I will have, I'll have none of it. Um, but obviously, yes, I had that one big shining moment that was the the thing. But even just the emotion after it, like Cass, like, like, oh, they let me wear the bat symbol. That that like that moment, like, is like. No, I so think that those last like what five pages or so are are pretty great. Yeah. But I think the 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 rest of the issue before it is it's okay. It it doesn't do a lot for me. It's it's good. It's the next part of the thing, but I'm not like super into it like of of what it's doing there. No, I thought it was a great issue. I I was liking it already up until that point with everything else. Yeah. Well, and then I just thumped through it right now, and and Ulysses look, 
was like, what the hell did she just do? Because mm-hmm. she effectively just broke Omac. Yeah, she shouldn't be able to do. Because she says, uh, you just gave me access to a, yep. the history of an entire timeline. So she's going to use that in some way to beat him. So that's pretty exciting. So uh, we'll see if, what she does with that. If that's the case, and if that's Tinian working through Stephanie to like talk about stuff that I love, then cool. Like, But I'm also very biased to that nostalgia. Yeah. So... Uh, it's worth mentioning this uh, next issue is the last one of this arc of this run. Nine eight one is the last one. We got one more left. Man, so, well, see, and also the fact that Tinian and Williamson are both like these big figures going forward in stuff that pops up here and in Flash, it makes me very excited. Yep, yep. Um, so, except that Tim's probably dead and he's not coming back. But other than that, you know what though? You know. <laughs> As much as I like Tim, he's been a real, real pain in the ass since he's been back. So I would be willing to sacrifice him if it meant... No, but that's the point. He's going to remember what he's supposed to be, and we're going to get a good Tim again. And then he's going to die, and then he's going to have his costume in the Batcave in a memorial. He's he's going to die before Connor comes back, and then Connor will have faint memories of some Tim from another timeline. But you know what? The inverse of that, because Connor worked... or. Tim works so hard to, re- to bring back Connor, and if you can have Connor doing the same for him, ugh. Not giving me an excuse to have a Connor Kent Booster Gold Look, book. We I'm just, just killed uh, Tim for a year and a half. I'm not doing it He wasn't it actually dead. Let's this be honest. I, I'm just trying to wind up Connor by telling tell him that Tim's going to be dead. Or, That's all I'm doing. Or another cool thing, you could have Tim die and then get brought back in, the, in, in, in one of the Lazarus pits, except he's brought back to serve the League of Assassins. Wait, they've already done that. Never mind. That was Jason. Yes, yes, it was. And what was the other Robin, who we don't speak of, except when I'm forced to? <laughs> I'm just upsetting Tim fans so much right now. Here's another cool way Tim could die and not come back. He's still, he's still the best Robin. I mean, but Damien is gaining on him. So, D- Damien's great. Don't be wrong, but Tim, Tim's the best. Anyway, let's uh, let's move on. Uh, so, detective, really great, despite what that ginger over there says, the menace that he is. Uh, we'll move on to Wonder Woman number forty-six. Uh, James Robinson and Stephen Segovia is on the art, and uh, this is sort of a new arc. And what's interesting about this one, I think, in comparison to you know the rest of the rebirth, is that this is actually going back to stuff that Rucker was doing. This is going back to Kale and Cheetah. Uh, Oh God! He's not tainting the legacy of and that introducing book, and introducing dark gods into it. It, it. it is a little bit. It's tainting a, 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 a scotch. Oh, oh don't, he's doing the dark god stuff. The dark pants. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn it. I was hoping that out. was coming after. I, I don't remember if it was somebody on Twitter or someone in the thread, but someone had made mention that in at the end of Metal, all of those teases, each writer had you know. So like uh, Venditti gave them gave them the dark yeah, star. Yeah, they, I, I get, yeah. I Yeah, they so, all pitched in for that. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, but I, I was hoping that it was teasing something that was coming after Robinson because no, I like the sound of that. And you're so negative, like this week, Connor. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm not allowed to be negative about the Wonder Woman book that's been shown. Well, no, I mean that that's fair, but it, it's it's coming right after you somehow found a way to be more negative about Detective that we both liked. Well, negative. I said it was pretty good. Yeah. No, there was a tone. There was a tone. But. So, this one I got excited because Cheetah's back, and we all know I've. I thought the Cheetah for... scenes were pretty good, to be fair. The right. Cheetah scenes yeah. themselves were good. It just it feels it doesn't feel the same. It doesn't feel the same. Like I, I think 
I don't think it's that bad though. I, I think the thing about this issue is it's easily the best issue it's had in a while. And I think it feels like a lesser version of Rucker's Run, which is the biggest problem it has. But it is mostly enjoyable because it's like, you know, Cheetah's been captured by Kale. She's in the lab. And then it becomes this sort of action scene. And she's sort of like coming up the building for her. She's going through her security. She's going up the elevator, elevator shaft. And she finally gets there. And then Wonder Woman shows up. All of that My worked God. well enough. Not as good as Rucker by any means. Not even a close. But it worked well enough as an action scene. Cheetah had presence. I was liking that stuff. Art was good. So, you know. Katega's back. Yeah. Tonga, whatever his name was. yeah, she's referencing that. That's all good. And then Steve sets up the, the, the overall stuff that's going on where people all over the planet like are being affected. They think their gods are dead because the dark gods are like influencing them, so it's making them go all crazy. Uh, which sets up the cliffhanger where Supergirl shows up and punches Wonder Woman and says, Rao is dead and it's your fault. And so she's been controlled as well. It, it, that's a, something that should excite me right? it's a, it's a fun them. final page like I, like I think it works well enough on its own of course where it falls down completely is the four pages about two thirds through where it cuts to Jason's plot because I, I was getting really hopeful we got halfway through this issue and I was like oh maybe there's no Jason in this one maybe he's, he's skipping I, this I, arc I Besides the obvious problems with Jason, I feel like we never get to see him do cool stuff, we always come in right after he's done the cool stuff <laughs> I want to see him fight a legion of Cobra soldiers. There's truth to that. I, I don't. Like, no, but show me... Oh, like, I want to see him lose to a legion of soldiers. No, prove me wrong, Robinson, about why he sucks. Like, show me, like, oh, no. And then he comes out and admits, oh, I can only use one power at a time, and I don't quite understand it. And it's just like, well, I feel like Robinson doesn't have a take on this character that he basically created that's the uh the the peter petrelli thing in heroes when they were like oh he's getting yeah. too powerful let's nerf him only one power at a time but but you can do that there's a legion uh superhero ultraman where yeah. ultra boy that's his power he can access multiple superpowers but only one at a time you know uh mm. so with those legion flight ring he can fly and be strong or this that and the other there's so there's a way to do it but like again when you're just telling me he took out these Cobra guys to save his dad, who for some reason isn't dead, which Glaucus, who is immortal, like... Yeah, I don't, I don't care about any of this. I, I had a decent amount of fun with the, the Kale and Cheetah stuff. It, it, it does suffer from being like, okay, this was way better written when Rocky was doing it. But it's fine. Cheetah has presence, and I kind of like the cliffhanger with Supergirl. See, I feel like I should have liked it, but then when it, I just like... Mm. You're just worried about where it's going to go because this run's yep. been so, such yeah, a... If, yeah, if no, I get that. Was, if this was the first Robinson issue, I'd be like, oh, hell yeah, what's going on? Oh, yeah, sure, but yeah. Seeing what we just had, I'm very... Like, don't don't drag Supergirl into I this, know, I know, I know, I know. I, I kind of have some of those worries as well. But I think on concept, and if, if I divorce myself from the rest of it, I, I like more of this issue than I dislike, which makes it easily the best issue of this run and at least, like... That, that entire last arc was garbage, right? This is easily better than that entire last arc. Uh, this was the, the first time I... So I, I don't want to say I was that positive on it, but, like, that, that Grail issue where, you know, yeah. you see with, with Baby Dark Side and you had the art by... Um, by uh, Lupacino. Lupacino. I had it. I kept wanting to say uh, evilly, but I was like, no. She hasn't been there for a while. You, you, you're just wishful, projecting. Yeah, wishful yes. thinking there. I think, yeah. Right? But, yeah... But yeah, so I I'm dropping this physically for sure because a I'm running out of room <laughs> to, to store issues. Um, uh, I learned that after Free Comic Book Day, like trying to put stuff away. So the warehouse. I might I uh, I might 
get it digitally, or I might just read it at the shop and put it back on the wall. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah. oh dear. Do you know uh, the problem with that is though? That would mean that this that this would be the first book you read that week. Maybe. It usually is, anyways, because I want to get it out of the way. It's like pulling off a bandaid. So, <laughs> except for this week, because no justice, clearly. Yeah, yeah, I, you, have to, you have to get the yeah. big stuff. Fence first, because I, mean, I don't want some idiot to spoil it. Here's the so. odd thing. I don't want to sound too positive on this, because I didn't like it that much, but like, I definitely like this the most than I have since the Silver Swan I'm going stuff. To, I'm going to, yeah, yeah. I am going to peek in to, to see what happens with Supergirl, but I don't necessarily know if I'm going to... If I'm going to critique the overall story, I do think we have to see more of other people going nuts because they think their gods are dead. Like, that's this thing that's affecting everyone. Because we hear it from Steve, but we don't really get to see much of it. It's just kind of heard about. And then Supergirl shows up at the end and she's like, oh, Rao's dead and I'm going to hurt you for it. That would have been cool if that character was around was Shazam. Because he's powered by seven different gods. Yeah, something there. Like, that would have been super cool. Something or like have Black Adam show up. That'd be cool, too. But instead, we get this. Yeah. That wasn't... That, I mean, I'd say two-thirds of the issue weren't bad. Yeah. They were, they were, they were fine. That's what it's a ringing endorsement. Yeah. Yeah, it's the best endorsement I've given it in a good three months. So, That's you true. know. <laughs> I'll tell you what I can get. Um, <sighs> the end's in sight. I know when it's ending now, so I'm like, okay. When yeah. the end of the tunnel. I can see, I can see it. But then you got an Orlando out to sit through. But then prices are going up. So if this is if this is three ninety nine, I'm true. not. That said, though, I tried to physically anyways. So the, the prices go up after uh, he, he's he's done. So that, that's yeah, the one. Not, it'll be Orlando stuff, right? Sorry. The Orlando stuff will, will be three ninety nine. Yeah, I'm talking about Robinson. Yeah, yeah. yeah but you're not really excited about I, Orlando. I can that then. I maybe I so I took it off my pull list, but maybe I can still pick it up. Just I don't know. But then again, I have a space issue, so I don't. I don't, man, huh? I don't know. Digital's the way, Matt. Digital's the way. That has a problem. Yeah, Matt yeah. Oh, has many problems. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on to the Flash number forty-six. Joshua Williamson writing, Scott Collins on the art. Uh, this is the the prelude issue before Flash War kicks off, uh, with narration by one Hunter Zolomon, aka Zoom. Yeah. Yeah, so can, can if, we just uh, this, this starts with in times forgotten. It, yeah, it does, yeah. yeah. Ooh, hello. Yeah, that immediately. This is the thing. Zoom seems to know everything from the timeline. He seems to know, you know, he's got all the memories. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that's first and foremost. And we find out that in this, you know, in the current sort of post Flashpoint New Fifty Two timeline that we're still in, that yep. uh, Thorn showed up and like broke him out of prison and like rescued yeah. him. And then he actually healed him in the future and helped him set all this stuff up with the you know, the renegades and all the rest of it. And like they were working side by side and he's you know, so this is a whole thing and uh we actually see later on when it goes back to him in the future that he like, you know, Thorne eventually got sick of waiting for the plans to work out, that he sped off to do his own thing, and then we see that Zolomon sees his death. So he sees the you know, so this stuff was all happening mostly before the button, and then he sees him yep. die in the button. And now we're kind of in roughly the build up to now. Um yep. where he's he's getting ready to do his thing. So that was all their stuff and I, I really uh you know, obviously that was exciting. But I think the emotion of the Wally stuff is really where the issue shines yeah. more than anything. We, Wally uh, cannot catch a break, whether oh, it's no. his his non-existent or non-existent uh, heart problem that's now gone. Like yeah, that's retcon. That's retcon that out of 
existence. Thank you. That's fine. To to the Linda stuff to now him having negative effects on people, you know. Yeah, especially so, himself. Yeah. He's he's struggling to deal with his own memories. Um, yeah. But I love that we see they go to Zatanna. It's not magical. They go to Martian Manhunter. Yeah. Oh, I've seen Martians have these sort of psychic issues before. They, they had to go in, into solitude uh, until they just, just wait it out a few years. centuries. Yeah, a few centuries. Yeah. Uh, Jessica just tries to read it with a ring, and I'm like, oh, I guess it's been, that, that especially made me smell. I'm like, oh, Wally is definitely ever in the history of DC Comics interacting with Jessica yeah. Cruz. So that's that's a fun idea. Even if we don't actually get to see them speak to each other. Mm. So, yeah, you know. no, but they're, yeah, they're there. That's good. That's fun. Uh, and then they go to you know uh, cyborgs, you know Silas uh, Stone to 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 get yeah. him scanned and you know medical equipment and all the rest yeah. of it. Uh, he gets quite angry, he freaks out, and he has this weird vision at one point where he sees cyborg looking different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he's all gold. All gold. Yeah. Yeah, this is weird. Yeah, I'm not sure what, what, what do you think I, of I that. I didn't recognize. It. I was at first. I was like, is this supposed to be, you know, like a glimpse from a from a past timeline? I'm just not recognizing this. Yeah, yeah but I, it's. Well, well, clearly well, Cyborg. Yeah, so. Wally was on the Teen Titans, of course, with Cyborg for a long time. So I wonder, like, if this is just a part of the for a reference to a new Teen Titans thing that I've not read. Uh, that's what I was thinking. Is it? That's possible. Is this a reference to something that I'm? I just don't know. Yeah, some story that happened where he was all gold for some reason. Uh, it's, it's possible. I mean, uh, people can let us know if, if you if you're catching yeah, a reference. It, it kind of looked like a like a bleed effect. Like you yeah, know, the, the memories are leaking. Yeah, we get more of that later mm-hmm. in the issue. Yeah, and Wally uh, these memories leaking into reality. Yeah, Wally speeds off. So then Barry speeds off to try and fix it, and he goes to Bruce for advice. He wants to talk to Bruce about how oh. how he deals with having the kids, you know, and that includes like, you know Batgirl, Nightwing, Robin, all of them. How does he cope with the stress of them? But around and Bruce isn't there. Bruce is out with Selena. And actually, I thought it was funny the reference to the Poison Ivy arc in Batman here. Yep. He's like, yeah. Uh, I, maybe you want some uh, reprieval for the <laughs> for for being taken out during the Poison Ivy incident. Uh, but I love that he actually gets that advice from Alfred. Alfred's like, "Hey, yeah. like you know, Master Bruce does worry, and that's part of being a parent, and mm. you know." And, and then he cleans up after himself. Yeah, because he smashes the, the monitor in uh, frustration. So he's like, "Oh, sorry, Alfred. Yeah. I'll, let me fix that for a second. And Alfred's yeah. like, "No one ever cleans up after themselves." Well, around let me just here. put all these glass shards back together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> speed force. It's speed force, bro. Uh, so, so, so we have that, but um, obviously the the big emotional thing. So we see. So we have a bit more of a future thing with uh, Zolomon narrating, but the big thing is that he compares Wally to Eobard because he says, "Oh, you're kind of similar, and they always run off and they they go to places from their past to try and cool down." And we see Wally go to the old the old houses and stuff like that, and he goes to the Flash Museum, and obviously we're seeing things here that are good little teases. We see the old Justice League logo. Um, did you notice that they yeah. actually credited the the decades or the years on the statue yep. with uh, yeah. Golden Gold, Age, Silver Age, silver, Bronze, and Present? Um, I assume. Bronze and- well, present or platinum, whatever they want to call oh, it. sure. Or, uh, well, I was thinking present because it was 2006. Had it been... Because, I mean, you could argue post-crisis, but then technically 86 is the start of post-crisis, so it doesn't quite... Uh, did, yeah, did but we so 86... Post-modern. Post-modern, yeah, post-modern. There you go. But, like, 86 to 06 was Wally's golden age as the Flash. Yeah, it was. Like, that was when he was, you know... That uh, was his time. Him fighting Cobra... Well, I think that's the point. The first era is uh, Jay, the second era is Barry, right. and so on. Barry. Um, yeah. But so so Barry shows up though, and he's like, "Oh yeah, come here." And he's like, "Why here?" He's like, "Oh, the Flash Museum." And he's like, "Wally." And then you turn the page, and there's nothing there. It's an empty worksite. He is no, seeing. Because I, really, I was questioning, I was like, "Why is all this stuff here? Like, we've had yeah. no reference to this." Yeah. 
But look, look on that statue of of the flashes, and that's Bart. Yeah, that's an that impulse. Is. Yeah, that's impulse. That's why yeah. I was so confused. I was like, wait, what? You have no reference yeah. to any of this stuff. Well, which is why it's a neat little twist that it's not really here. He's remembering this from the previous timeline. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's great stuff. This and it... the, the bleed effect I was talking about with Cyborg. Yeah. Where I'm like, okay, so he's uh, why I assumed he's projecting a memory from a timeline onto Cyborg, yeah. and I'm just not familiar with which whatever that story was. Yeah, no, that makes that makes sense. And you know, Barry gives him a pep talk, and uh, this is probably the arts at its best in the issue. Is Wally's freaking out, and then uh, the, the rain in the following page, and it's like, so I mean, it doesn't actually resolve anything. He's still in the same place, and Barry's just trying to help him. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's basically it for the flashes, but it's just that emotional thing. But I love the next page when they run off together. It's like, hey, come on, let's, let's go run and cool off. Uh, no. We have that, that great three-panel sequence at the bottom where it's, it's like the echo of the Flash Museum where it fades in, then we see mm-hmm. it, and then it fades back out. Yeah. Great stuff. It's, it's, it's almost like he's anchoring things to reality. You know, in, in the same way he can physically change people and give them their memories back, can he affect the physical world in the same way? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, and, you know... Zolomon is basically given up in the making the flashes better. He's given up in that now. Uh, so he ends, he's in costume, and I love, I forgot, had you asked me just off the top of my head what's the difference between, you know, Thon and Zolomon's costume, I might not have remembered, but as soon as I saw those big black triangles over the eyes, I was like, yep. oh yeah. This, this, is, this is the Zoom costume. Right, we're into this. Yep. Well, uh, I like that they tied them together finally, and I like how Zoom decided, he's like, well, I'm going to go deal with Barry for the first time. Yeah, yeah. And, like, just that, as a longtime Flash fan, holy crap. No, that, that's what's happening. It's not going to end well for somebody. Oh, absolutely. I Like, I love this. This was, this was, and I've been loving Flash. I th- I feel like it's been just going strength to strength. Oh. I am so hyped for Flash War. Oh. Yeah, one of my friends like, oh, Flash hasn't been that good. And I was like, you read Valiant comics. Just enough. <laughs> like... And that was, that was a weird dig to Valiant when the, I hear people quit like those. At my shop, he's the only person that orders them. Uh, I've I, I read a bunch of Valiant stuff in the trades, and yeah. what I've read has been average to pretty damn good. Yeah, I, I felt that was yeah. a, an un, unqualified dig. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's the one thing I go to with him going, like, look, oh yeah, but it's not the best Williamson thing. Deathbed's better. It's like, it might be good, but you don't care about the flash like I do. So like it's been great in, in this build up. So it has, yeah. Yeah, it's been, it's and been, he's he's yeah. also like three episodes or three episodes. Three issues behind. I feel so like I was like, well, get I, through them. I feel like Williamson was like trying to do a lot of his own thing and he was holding off and going into the past of the flash. He was holding off and like digging into Wally and possibly Jay, possibly Bart, possibly timelines. I think it has a bit more meaning because of it, because yeah. it's it's not just Oh, we did this because we can, right at the start of Rebirth. Where it, yeah. which he gave it's us... easy to write it off as that because it's oh, this is what the people want. Whereas he's like, no, I'm doing, I'm establishing my run and and what yeah, I actually it's... want to do with the story. And it's very similar to what Johns did, where he came in and created a whole new thing for Wally and didn't really start dealing with the legacy issues until later into his run. Yeah, and he gave us all these new villains. So you know, Williamson gave us you know the negative Speed Force. He gave us Godspeed. Uh, Godspeed. You know, yeah. he's done his version of the rogues and, and uh, how they fit in all this. On, on that comparison with John's, I think it's worth knowing that, yeah, Williamson is a fan of John's. You oh, know, clearly. That, yeah. That, yeah. That's the stuff he, he and enjoyed. And vice versa. Reading. You know? Right. John's hand selected but, him. 
but you know that, that was the stuff he enjoyed reading so those structural things it's kind of like that's that the inspiration it makes sense yeah no, it makes and sense. then having collins on art too makes it feel like a throwback to that era yeah so that only helps in it can't be a coincidence that you bring in collins and when it's time to do the legacy and they have the flash museum and barry referenced and all this other stuff like yeah no absolutely uh-huh. I think if you're a Flash fan, this is starting to really poke at things that are making you tingle. You're like, oh, yes. And yeah, that's not gloss over the fact that Iris has memories. Iris says that, she, I mean, it's not like she just has all her memories back in one lump, but she oh, has. I like, like how she explained it. Yeah, it's, it's like fragments of movies that she saw one time. She's like getting glimpses, and I'm yeah, like. They're, they're in there. And the question is then, well, do you remember being married? Like, is that one of the things you yeah. remember right now? Do you remember going off to the future and having kids? <laughs> and, and here's the thing like will she go through things where oh that'll trigger a memory it's like you know they're yeah, in there yeah. now but you know they're, they're not all like accessible but you know see something and then it's like oh get, get, get a flash of a memory and in the, in the same way your memory actually does work so like, you know you yeah. see something and it links yeah. and that's how but you at the very least at the end of the last issue she did she did ask wally where's everyone else so she does remember other people who aren't here anymore at the very least absolutely we yeah. just don't know who exactly she's yeah. referring to and maybe Wally will ask her to start a flash war and finds out about his kids. Because I think we know that he's going to find out about his kids yeah. in flash war. That's the one thing we know, other than, you know, right, yeah. okay. boring. And the <laughs> idea with Zoom being involved, too, makes me uneasy. I, I think that's the question, though, is does yeah. Iris tell him about the kids or does Zoom? Zoom. Oh, God. Zoom has, I, no, like... Zoom has his full memories. Iris doesn't, remember? So until right, right, Zoom if... shows up and, and reactivates him. You know, no, no, I'm just thinking because you know, Iris, you know, we're saying, Oh, where's everyone else? She could be referring to the kids for all we know. And here's the thing when Zoom does show up, because we know Wally doesn't remember everything, does he remember that Zoom basically murdered his kids before they were born? And he did did eventually get them back, of course. If you've not read Johnsy's run, that's a whole big Mm -hmm. thing. That, but for a time, we have this thing where where Zoom wanted to give Wally a tragedy because he never had the tragedy that Barry did where you know his mother died. Oh. He wanted to give him a tragedy and he did that by trying to kill his pregnant wife. And he didn't kill Linda, but he did kill the kids. And timey-wimey yep. flash stuff happened later on and we got the kids back and they were already like a few years old yep. and that was fun. But does he remember that attempt? Yeah, little, oh little Iris and Kai. And, yeah. Iris too, as she's often referred Iris to too. as. Yeah. Who becomes the new impulse. Yeah, yeah. Want all yeah. of it? Let's do it. Yep. Again, my favorite era of comics. Like it's all, and I know it's just directly playing into my nostalgia. Like, but still, it was my favorite era for a reason. Like all the stuff that happened, I I hold. Really can, can I just point out that during No Justice and Man of Steel, we've also got Flash War going on at the same time. Yeah. That's that's going on. All the, all... Do you know? What? Yeah, we always talk about the summer events for comics, right? Yeah, and. I feel like, you know, we don't really have that this year. We've got, you know, No, no Justice and, and Man of Steel. They're like, okay, there's some miniseries, but they're not like the big traditional blockbuster events, right? Well, what's funny yeah. is I feel like Justice League itself just feels like it's going to cover the event stuff anyway on its own. Yeah, it does, yeah. And that's but, cool. But yeah. between, you know, as much as I'm not personally excited for, you know, the, the Bendis stuff, it's, oh, no, it's a big deal. It's like, okay, no, that, Flash War, Justice League, well, it's, I don't know. And, they're making a well, statement Well, the fact that it's summer. getting... A mini series before makes it feel like a big deal. Yeah, yeah. like that's why it's like if, just coming to DC wasn't big enough. It's like, well, here's his take on Superman. Yeah, and that's why you I'm know? saying like if if you're pissed about the price going up, yeah, it does suck. But look at all the exciting stuff that's happening. It's not like the books uh, are you know, 
Stag, I've been saying it for a little while. It, it was starting to feel like the books were getting, not stale, but okay, I knew what to expect. I knew where I stood yeah. with each book every week. Yeah. And then it's like, they've gone, Joe, you know it's been two years. It's time to shake it up a bit. Yeah. And here they are. They're shaking it up big time. It's really exciting. Now that'll take us on to New Superman and the Justice League of China, so you can take a break, Connor. This is issue 23. Gene yeah. <laughs> uh, Lin Yang writing, Brent Peoples on the art. Uh, so we've been digging this, Matt. How did you feel about this yes. issue? Oh, man. Um, Dragon Sun. I love this character so, so much. Who's the North Korean Aquaman, just in case you've not been following Korean along. Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, they really balanced how he's like Aquaman to where he's a, a, a son of two worlds and mm. how he's going to have trouble bridging that. Uh, also, and then just before we talk about the book proper, actually, I just want to mention the variant yeah. cover, which has like well, maybe not all, but a lot of Asian DC characters. Like Cassie Kane's on there, yeah. Katana's on the mm-hmm. cover. Uh, you know, it's, it's cool. But anyway, like, yeah. but no, and and we also got uh, Keenan as the All Yang version, which that was a nice you yeah, know. Pull. And he ends up getting trapped by the Green Lanterns. I mean, Avery's mm-hmm. even helping them because you know. Like he's going to kill people and then he yeah. like gains focus again and then he becomes the opposite he becomes the yin version of himself yeah the all yin which is like like, like an all yeah. black suit and it's actually quite funny when he does it Avery's like how many versions of your costume do you have man yeah yeah <laughs> but then I was like yeah it's all about the balance and I like how Keenan learns like yeah sometimes you have to tap in to all the aggression or sometimes you have to tap into being completely passive and he I like what it led there when he's talking to, to Iching about that, you know, how he can shift. And if I can shift, you might be able to shift too. Yeah, so he's, he's, he's basically hinting that maybe in the last issue, because the next issue is the last issue of the book, uh, yep. that he might be able to like bring him back somehow so he's not trapped in there. Um, and yep. it does feel, and I like that this ends the arc and the last issue will be a standalone, because it means it's more of a mm-hmm. send-off rather than just ending up, wrapping up the arc. Time to say goodbye yeah, to the characters. Yeah, but I don't want it to. I, want, I need these characters. Oh, of course. I mean, stuff. of course. I want it to, I mean, you know, hell, both the fourth team in the, the, the Hall of Justice is the Chinese Could Justice be? League. Why not? Let's do it. But, if that's, but see, I look at that and go, well, why would they need, oh, they could have a portal to the US, but why would they need there? They're like, they're Asia's. They need to be over there. Oh, man. You know what I mean? True. To 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 uh, discuss when there's a, a a world ending event coming. True, true, and that would be like the Justice League Europe days. You and know? I could uh, jump in here of the, the yeah. reason why is to kind of show support, as in no, no, they're officially licensed. So yeah, because because right yeah. now they're kind of like rogue, where they just kind of formed yeah. and they just exist. It, it would yeah. be like the the Justice League acknowledging, no, no, they are their own thing, yeah. but we 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 acknowledge that they are uh, allowed to use the name, and that's why the Hall of Justice, because it's not a JLA, right? right. It's okay. Hall of Justice is, you know, they're a Justice League. They get that makes, to be, that makes a lot yeah, of they sense, get the, the full yeah, rights no. of all the teams. That, that, make, that makes, makes some sense. Uh, so obviously, basically, uh, Dragon Son kind of fights from mm-hmm. within and realizes he doesn't want to drown people, and he like realizes that the water's coming from him, so he just kind of like... Yep. Basically, rebels. My comics all just being it. weird. I'm, I'm getting like some black pages here rather than the pages themselves. Uh, my, mine was doing that earlier, and I had to uh, restart it. It does so. it every so often, yeah. It does this weird yeah. glitch, but... Um, so I'm, I'm some pages I'm not getting annoyingly, but, uh, but yeah, but so he yeah he finds out the water's coming from himself and then he he stuffs it so he could show that mercy like yeah we don't yeah yeah I can be your son but not have to exact your will I can do it in other ways uh, and there's a nice story that's it kicks off the book of this family and the the two kids are fighting you know 
and they end up, you know, almost drowning. And of course, one's one's the aggressive big brother, one's the yep. you know passive little yep. one, and they end up getting saved by Wonder Woman and Batman, yep. uh, and you know that's the whole thing. Uh, no, it's a funny show, and uh, you know I just want to say we've been saying this a lot, but uh, Brown People's art's very good. I, I feel like it's really yep. like every every page with the dragon sun uh, looks fantastic, especially. Yep. Uh, it's it's really good stuff, and the characters are all popping and you know bouncing off of each other. Uh, there's a little subplot where uh, we left Bakshi in like, the, the 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 crab shell, the prison, and yep. uh, his sister, who's kind of like his Joker alpaca, yep. uh, uh, sort of helps him escape, and he's trying to like talk her back over from the dark side, and it's not quite working. Yep. But uh, so that's there. Yeah, but it was there was a uh, overarching theme in this one too about you know brotherhood, for lack of a better term, of unity between people and whether if that's meant you know to show with, with what's going on in korea currently and how they've been divided for so long and they're the same people and with hopefully not for much longer seemingly yeah <laughs> you know and i felt so i felt like when you said about the aggressive brother and the passive one that also goes to the yin and the yang you know and there's this dichotomy throughout this whole issue i never even thought of that yang. but given that we're dealing with a korean character yeah. that actually yeah. thematically makes sense yeah. to tie that into it that's, that's not bad but yeah and then and then you have the stuff with Baishi and Alpaca that's there too, and you know, uh, and even even Keenan's parents go down that route too. Yeah. So yeah. there's balanced. been this sense of of division between them that I feel like unity is the theme of this book. You yeah, know, I, you know, I'm sad the book's ending because I love it a lot, and I think it's a great own little oh. corner of the universe. Uh, uh, the other hand, though, it's like okay, there's a lot of new books starting that I want to get. So I mean, at yeah. least from from a financial point of view, I, I can be glad yeah. it's ending, but. Uh, I am sad to see it go because it's been really good. Mm-hmm. So I agree with everything. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's great. So if you haven't, if you haven't checked it out, by all means, uh, you know it, it does feel like it's going to be a complete run, a complete story with an ending. So do check out the trades. You know the first three, I'm sure, are out, or at least yeah. the first two will be, and the third one will be out soon. But there'll be four uh, trades. I plan in on reading through it all myself once yeah. it's over. Yeah. It's good stuff. Uh, so we'll move on then to Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Core number forty-four. AKA the section of the show where you two make me feel bad that I've not caught up because it's suddenly very good towards the end. Uh, yep. but... So here's my, my take always on Venditti has been he'll do these arcs and then he'll lose me and then he'll pull me right back in. And I feel like a lot of writers nowadays, they don't know how to end a story. I feel like that's all Venditti knows how to do because I remember the ends of his stories so well because they're so impactful. And here I feel he's ending his entire run it's this is you know so I, I i i was on my own last issue i know so i, yep. I ended with the 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 four earthmen going off to find yep. help in different places and one of them seem, issue is, and is, one of them seemed to be zod which was my like oh god that sounds good Why, uh, yeah hmm. yeah we'll get to that and yep. um th- this issue is basically just them going to okay who's where and you know who have they gone to essentially yep so uh we we start with with hal on earth yep. well i mean we have a little Flash first. It's still on Earth um, in in Iron Heights of uh, Tomar Ray. Yeah, so it is the Dark Star. So he comes down. He's at Iron Heights, and Goldface is in there. And we all know that Goldface is responsible for the death of his father, Tomar uh, Ray, because Tomar too, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, although man, those. The Zudarians need to come up with a better naming thing. I know, of you two, Ray, it's like, which one's which? You, yeah, you know, they're, right. all, they're, they're so interchangeable, aren't they? And he fully incinerates Goldface, like, without, he is Judge Dredd. He's Judge Jury and Executioner, and, yeah. and takes him completely out. And so then Hal's there, 
and he's investigating. Uh, Barry shows up, which is cool because, of course, then Iron Heights. Yep. Uh, and and he fills him kind of in what's going on with the Dark Stars and the and I had forgot how Goldface had killed uh, Tomar Ray and it was during Crisis. Yes. And, uh, Goldface had a bit of a heel turn when he was supposed to be a good guy and attacked Tomar Ray. Uh, Just, uh, choked him out. Yeah, and so that was a, that was a nice little reminder. But he we, has a we, talk with with Barry, yeah, because we have a, we move on to the, the the moral quandary which we were dealing with uh, over the last mm-hmm. few issues is the dark stars kill people, and you yeah. know is is that for the better? Like you and uh, you know we, we had even we had John Stewart kind of address this a couple of issues yeah. ago of you know maybe, and this is Hal basically saying, hey, I, I, I've considered this at the time. What sort of hero does that make me? Yeah, well, and then it also reminds me of the time that Barry snapped. Reverse yeah. Flash's neck for yeah. all of his Which, crimes. Obviously, we, we don't get referenced here, but no, but, you know, Bar- but... Barry's like, hey, ultimately, you're a cop. And obviously, yeah. Barry can relate to that being in in, yep. in, in the, that field himself. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, every, every cop thinks about it at some point that th- this would be easier. You know, there, there'd be no, no more villains escaping. You know, it would just right. save so much time, so many lives if we could just put them down. But ultimately, we don't. There's a process. But right. it's okay to consider it. But yeah, but you, you think about that because of the job that you have. Yeah. But what makes you able to ride that line is the fact that you know what's wrong and what's right. Yeah. And that's why you wear that ring, basically. And so it was really nice. I like any time that we can have Hal and Barry interact and it doesn't feel forced. This all felt very right because yeah. of the gold face time. It does. And being in the heights. But we get to, to Guy and he's going to get his friend yeah you know? i mean it's well, no, we don't actually know because hal doesn't seem to be there to recruit barry no. for the help he, he just oh gold you know he, he heard about gold star yeah. and happened to check in so yeah. i'm not entirely sure who he is there to recruit still yeah uh unless you know better you any yeah. guesses oh yeah, yeah yeah definitely he's hold on let me see if it was no he they, they reveal it because he's there is, at, the is that at the end Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah right I'm thinking at the start of this bit. Yeah, so I, right. I, I, won't, I won't spoil it yet, but as soon as I saw a guy in a bar, I knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah, I knew exactly yeah. who he was going to go get. And so he goes to this bar where apparently he's supposed to be banned. But he's yeah. like, well, if you want to ban me, go ahead and throw me out. Yeah, he goes, and, he goes you know, last time you and your big friend fought the whole bar. Yeah. I was like, oh, I know where this <laughs> is going. I love it so much. And Arkelo's there. Yeah. Yeah. And he shows up, and they have a beer together, and he explains. Yeah, what's I going love on. they they have a monthly meet up to have a beer mm-hmm. together. Like yeah. you, even even though the the, the two cores are you know they're, they're at odds again, the two yeah, of them still meet up aren't... and have a beer. If, if you had told me two years ago that Arkello would have been one of my favorite supporting characters, I'd been like the dude with no tongue. That's all like Sinestro is. Uh, no, nah. I know. But through Venditti's run, it's made him really fun. It has. And His pairing with Guy has been fantastic. It's. It's perfect. Uh, but yeah, but so he tells him about the Dark Stars and that he's going to need his help going forward. You know, yeah, and, and I need something to through. I assume Akilo's going to kind of go and try and bring some of the rest of the yellows with him yep. as well. Mm-hmm. Just, you yeah. know, because the Dark Stars are going to be on their turf too. Like, yeah, they might have a little bit more in common with, with the Dark Stars, but they're still more about fear and power that way. Like, I always feel like if Sinestro doesn't have to kill, he won't. You know, because that... Sinestro has always been like Littlefinger from Game of Thrones to me, to where he'll he rather have other people do the dirty work for him. 
And if that's somebody that he could, you know, trade their life for a favor, yeah, then he'll, he'd rather he'll, he'll do that. He'll step in if he has to, but yeah. he'll, he'd rather do the political maneuvering. Exactly, and so I feel like the Dark Stars are going to get in on that, and that's where the Yellows are going to be motivated to, hey, you guys are on our turf, cut it out. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and uh, So then, of course, we, we jump over to Kyle, who mm-hmm. meets up with our old friend Space Cabby. I love that that's a thing. Yeah, it. again, that to, you know, bringing stuff back from earlier in the run. We had yeah. a whole thing with Space Cabby a, a bit ago, which was fun. Yep. And, so uh, he's, so he's, he's weaving this. Yeah. Well, he's, he has like a quilt, and he's putting it together finally. And all the pieces are coming into place. And I was like, oh, you remember I brought in Space Cabby? And oh, you remember that split between the greens and yellows? Here, yeah. this is all going the, forward and be important. The, the, Kyle one is ultimately the least interesting, I think, because it's the one yeah. that's the least exciting part of the run. Because ultimately, you know, Space Cabby's had an upgrade with his cab, and it's got a it's got a mother box integrated now. Yeah. So we jumps over to, to to see the new gods and get Orion, you know, based on that 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 stuff that arc we had that with arc. them before. Well, it's like, yo, we saved your life, you owe us. So yeah, it makes sense in context of the run, but that was one of the least exciting points. So it's like, Definitely. okay, fine. I, I guess and, you've got to do it. And we all know how I felt about the last odd arc. Like, I was kind of out by the time it was. It was a little bit too long. And I love Guy and Archelo. So if you have told me my favorite part involves Zod and not Guy, I would have been like, yeah. no. You've got John goes go up there. Yeah. And just... So here's my thing. I understand that John was, you know, dispatch, and he was trying to control things with the Guardians. But if he's your number one diplomat, why didn't you send him to Jakul to begin with? Yeah, I mean, he's trying to delegate, I guess. Good leader. I guess, but it caused more problems than him just going there. Because he gets so much more done here until Zod decides to become Zod and act out. Yeah, He's talking with the the, the family of Zod, or the house of Zod, and they're they're just throwing shade at him. At uh, least he's trying. Yeah. And so he goes, you know, Zod's like, no, I'll listen to you talk, but you miscalculated, and he goes to attack him. And, <laughs> and uh, Joe, what was it? Uh, uh, codename Fist executive, Pump. Yeah, executive package, codename Fist Pump, guide me in. And it looks like he's got this basically brass knuckle set made out of green energy. And he, <laughs> as Zod's coming in to punch him, he counter punches and, and, and breaks, breaks Zod's, Zod's hand. And he's like, there's no way... How we did that? It's just a Green Lantern, and you come to find out, like, oh no, that was no construct. He borrowed some kryptonite. He knew yeah. what he was up to. Yeah, there was so, in a. Yeah, it, is, it was uh, in, in the evidence vault on on Mogo, yep. which I buy. General, uh, just a question: yeah. Where Zod is just now? Is there a yellow sun? Yes, the two okay. yellow suns. Two, two. Okay, even fair <laughs> yeah. so he's, so, twi- he's twice the Superman. <laughs> And well, and that's what he tells him. He goes, you know, I'm powered by the two yellow suns. I can't. You're foolish to come here by yourself. And that's where he goes. Okay, and I got. And then he goes, codename fist bump. And it the ring guides him no, in. No, I was just asking because if if it wasn't, yeah. then it, this wasn't that impressive. <laughs> no, no, it, this yeah. is you know he's he's at peak power. You've got him yeah. there in his royal chambers, like it's actually like a throne room, and he's he's yeah. on his thing. You got Eradicator kind of just floating in the background still. That they're all there, you know, just waiting. That they, they this is. This is essentially new Krypton, as far as Zod's concerned. Yeah, a bunch of poosers. Never be Krypton. But and then, then we jump back to... 
to uh, Hal. Yeah. And he's on he's on Earth and he's at Strikers in Metropolis and he's there for Hector Hammond, which goes back to well, I think one of the first arcs, right? With the, the little gremlin characters. Yeah. With Hammond yeah. and they, they tried to do all that and I don't think he ever finished that arc, but I mean that's okay. Because I understand Hector Hammond as a character, and he's got the big head, and he's psychic. We saw him in No Justice. Hey, that, that's the thing. Because he's such a, a staple of the, of the mythos anyway, you don't need to have seen anything Venditti's done in particular. No. Whereas uh, Arkelo, sure, you, you know he is, but it's all about the relationship mm-hmm. with Guy. The, the Zod yep. stuff, you might be familiar with Zod, but again, it's about yeah. the, what's gone on in the run. Mm-hmm. And even with the, the new gods, that's how it goes with the run. Yeah. So here, yeah. it's a little less so, but you get like, oh, if he's going to release Hector Hammond... It's you Think know things are bad. Uh, stuff. Yeah, he he doesn't quite uh, get there in time. I mean, he he cuts no. the cords to Hammond that are you know holding him down, mm-hmm. but uh, then he gets a, a blast in the back, and who should step in but Atomic Skull? Yeah, Mears is you know. Yeah, I'm the warden here. Yeah, yeah. Basically, that's it. You're under arrest. That's the cliffhanger for the issue. Mm-hmm. And, so uh, this is this is a, a pretty great issue with the way that it, it kind it's of is, is a greatest hits of of the run. I, but it, it feels like it's really building up for the end. Uh, I'm going to take the, the moment right now and all the complaining to Connor for getting me back in. It's I, I thank him for it now because this is oh, God, no, don't, so much fun. Don't, yeah. don't wax his ego. I give credit with credits too. Yeah. It's, like I said, it's, it's had its up and downs, but when this yeah, book lands, it, with it lands I, so good. Yeah, I've quit for arcs and listen go, oh man, that would be kind of cool. And then I go back and read them. So, you know... Uh, but this has made it all worth it. I like yeah. that he's bringing it all together, and it feels like whatever happens after this will be a new era. Kind of how yeah. Venditti's was a new era from John. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong. This has not never reached the heights of that previous run. No. But I, I think at the end now, it's, it's safe to say, uh, you know, Venditti's left his mark, and you yeah. know, the, these greatest hits, they're, they're all varied stories that he's done. And, you know, it's like, okay, there's, there's been some genuine, real great stuff in this run. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll move on. Uh, move on to Sideways number four, which I am the only one reading, I believe, at this point. Um, yeah. uh, it's a shame that no one else is reading it because I think it keeps getting better. Uh, I like this issue quite a bit. Uh, so this was uh, Dan Didio and Justin Jordan writing and Kenneth Rockefort on the art. Four issues in a row. Same artist in this book. Just oh, I think that might be a record. Uh, for this. Yeah, but Rockefort's known for being consistent, so that's that's yeah, Rockefort's great. Yeah, it's just yeah. funny, though, because every other New Age book's not been able to yeah. achieve that, even close to that at this point. What <laughs> about Damage? Didn't Damage have all of them by Daniel? No, I don't think so. No, I switched after three issues. Because oh, okay. da- Daniel moved to do, to do the, the Batman. Batman, yeah. I don't even know if he did the third yeah, issue. Great. I think he was meant to do three, and then I think it may have changed. Uh, so basically, this issue... Side- sideways is to say, you know what, I want, I want to get some notoriety. Notoriety. Thank you. Notoriety. Not alright, not alright, right? Uh, but so he's like, "Hey, I'm just going to go. I'm, I'm going to rift uh, over here. That's this 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 fight's on hot spots, fighting this villain called uh, Replicant. I'm going to go and I'm going to save the day, and people can see me. I'll be famous, and people will know who Sideways is. And Ernie's like, "No, this is stupid. This is dangerous. You should at least Google who this villain is first to find out what you can do." He's like, "No, nah, no, nah, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. He should Google me. I'm Sideways. I got I got rifting powers." So he's all cocky. And he, he teleports off to, to the city and gets in the middle of this fight. And what I love, 
between this issue and last issue is that stuff keeps happening that's surprisingly violent. <laughs> like, remember last issue that the arm was cut off um, in the rift? Yeah. Uh, this issue, he, again, they're using these powers in fun ways. Uh, Hotspot fires, like, flames at him, and he opens a rift in front of his face and then opens the, the sort of the exit of the rift behind the villain's head. So the flames come out from behind him and set him on fire. And he literally is set on fire. And he's like, oh, shit, I set him on fire. And he has to run over to, like, there's the fire engine that's nearby and get the hose. He's like, sorry, workers, I have to steal your hose. And he puts them out. It's becoming this running gag that he keeps accidentally doing really violent things to villains. Yeah. And I'm loving it. This is a great running gag. Keep doing it. And he's like, shit, Ernie's going to kill me. I set someone on fire. <laughs> uh, I feel like that, that needs to come back and just do it again. Oh, yeah, yeah. It needs the again at the end to really make it funny. Mm-hmm. Uh so so no, I no, I'm digging it. I'm digging his relationship with Ernie. Um and the fact that he keeps screwing up, he's like such a, a useless uh and so Replicant basically steals powers, like he, he copies your power. And he doesn't know how to use rifting properly. So he ends up with the rift power and he actually touches himself while rifting. Uh, that sounds really dirty. But uh, yeah, it does. basically he's like, No, that's a bad idea, he shouldn't be touching himself while rifting. And it basically makes him explode into like almost like a balloon. It's like a it's like a multicolored balloon popping. Does does it give a reason why you shouldn't touch yourself? Uh, not as of yet. It's seemingly he just knows that you, you shouldn't be doing that yet. So I imagine. I we'll feel get... like I'd be really intrigued to see how he learnt that. I feel like it'll probably come up. Uh, maybe he'll uh, uh, go into the rules a little bit more because he's about to be trained. Because when he gets home, the uh, the big sort of god guy that he met in the first issue is there. Is like, oh, it's time for your training. The, the rifting between worlds is starting to, you know, uh, happen too frequently. It's time for your training. So they're clearly setting up that he's going to learn more about his powers and stuff from a mentor. So we've had a bit of like him just sort of like stumbling around, learning things. Yeah. Uh, with his, with his best friend who made his costume. Um, meanwhile, his mother, who's trying to get him an internship where she works at this big corporation, and we know that the the, the evil villain boss has been spying on him, and she knows that he's sideways. Uh, he doesn't show up because he thinks it's just a lunch date, and he ends up getting too distracted with the the the, the, the crime fighting, which actually had a, a really mm-hmm. funny little ironic cut between panels because it ends a page where Aaron's like, "Hey." Well, don't you have lunch with your mother? You should go there. He's like, hey, I'll be fine. Uh, I need to be there at two. Uh, everything will be fine. And then he turned the page and she's like, oh, he's meant to be here at one. He's running late. Where, where is he? So that was a funny little cut. It's building the characters. And plus, Rockefeller's art's great. Um, I'm digging it. I feel like as I'm seeing more of it, uh, I'm reading more of it, the the supporting cast is building up kind of nice. I'm really liking the inventive use of the powers and just how bizarrely like violent he ends up screwing up, uh, which has now been a running gag for a couple of issues. Yeah. Uh, so I'm digging that. Um, an evil villain lady uh, who's you know kind of Veronica Kill, but not <laughs> possibly more not evil. Not really, yeah. It depends. Cause it, it... I don't know what her motivation is yet. She may not be because at least with Veronica Kill, she has this tragic backstory that leads to why she with is the way the she daughter. is. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. So. This just always sounds like what Blue Beetle should have been. But, kinda, you know, like... kinda. Yeah, there's a little bit of that in there. Yeah. The stuff Cause, I, cause like. I went back and tried to read, and I couldn't get through the first issue mm. just because I was tired, and then I got bogged down with this week's books. So I'm gonna try to go back to it. Um, I have them. Yeah, I'm, issues one and three. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm digging the the kind of because DC kind of like why I wanted to like Blue Beetle as much as I did is that DC doesn't have the naive teenage superhero on their own that this kind of is. 
where he's just trying yeah. to figure things out. Uh, you've got the evil boss lady's kind of like scheming. She's, she's the, the mum's in for an interview at one point, and she has a scientist kind of scan the room to see if she's got any dark energy on her. And like, no, we need the sun, we need him. Uh, so they're keeping track of him. It's like, oh yeah, let's get to him, and you know, let nothing stand in our way. So it's you know, all, all maniacal at the end. But um, I'm really digging. He's got the wit of Spider Man. Obviously, we compare him in his DC Spider Man, but he does have the jokes. Yeah. He cracks the cracks the jokes when he's out and about. And then I think was the, the his powers are quite inventive though. I feel like between this issue and last, they've done some different things. They've established that the edge of the rift is rock solid, so he used it to trip someone up last time. Uh, they've established that it can cut off limbs. Right. They've established that it can do this, and now they've established in this one that he can't touch himself while rifting. That could lead to something happening bad. So, right. uh, yeah, they're, they're building it a little bit. Uh, I'm digging it. I'm actually. I, I feel like I've liked each issue more. I'm at the point now where no, I de- I like this book. I'll, I'll stamp it. I like this book. Mm, good. It's one of three dark matter or new age of heroes books that I like. I like three <laughs> of them. The drop off after the those new three, age of dark matter heroes. Yeah, the drop off after the three I like is pretty severe, but I do quite like three of them. Terrifics is number one. Don't get me wrong. Terrifics is easily the, the standout for me, but uh, okay. Silencer and Sideways I think are both really solid. I'm digging them. Good. And you know, uh, I didn't even. I, I read like what two preview pages of Immortal Men and said, you know what. I'm See, not feeling it. That, that's the thing. I feel like I could probably go back and read Immortal Men and get something out of it. Whereas, there's no way I'm reading another issue of Broomstone. There's no way I'm reading another issue of Damage. I'm just not. Whereas, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, mean, you know, I was quite tired. You know, I'm in bed. You know, I fell asleep reading it, but I didn't hate what I read before I fell asleep. So I, I could, I could go back and read it. I mean, to be honest, though, out of what eight, nine books total, once they're all out, like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll take like in three of them. That's, that's a good. Yeah. Out of all these new characters that are basically all brand spanking new for the most part, yeah. just just throwing mm-hmm. throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks, essentially. Basically, but a few things stuck, and I'm okay with that. And we got we got more to come still. We do. We got the unexpected, but I'm mad at Orlando for what he did to the final issue. Yeah, but for that. we got we got new challenges. <laughs> we got new challenges, which is yeah. already confirmed to be a mini. So yeah, I'm excited for that one still. That's I think that's next week. That said, by the time that actually finishes, I imagine that a lot of the other books will be cancelled around then anyway. It just so happens that New Challenges started late that the other, the other books got maybe yeah, 12 yeah. in total. Uh, but there you go. So, no, I'm digging sideways. Uh, I, I recommend it. Which does take us on to the last new book of the week, which is Batman White Knight number 8, Sean Murphy doing all the things. And uh, obviously you two have been really loving this. I've liked it, but I've been sort of looking at it more of like a sort of schlocky B-movie kind of thing. Um, this issue, I think, kind of, I feel kind of the same way. I think the action's great. All the Batmobile stuff is great. Uh, I like how it ends. The actual final big ending. The emotional stuff when he finally reads Alfred's, Alfred's letter. You know, t- with, mm-hmm. with Dick and Babs. That hit me. I was almost watering. Get my eyes watering. Just, just you know, because Batman, Alfred, Alfred being sad. Yeah. It, all of it, it just hits. Um, but there is a page in this that almost made me vomit. With how it was, it was a line of dialogue where Napier says to Harley, "You saw the 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 the, 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 the real truth that deep down underneath it all there was a good man." Piss off! No, no. But in this book, has showed that there was. It's fine in this version of the Joker. Yes, because we know that he didn't kill Jason Todd even. So yeah. Okay, sure, but I, I yeah, don't know. I mean, not, like, not for general continuity, sure, but for in yeah. context of this book, that lands. Yep. They've never sold me that he's actually good, though. I've never. This, this is the reason why the book's never landed for me quite in the same way that it has with mm-hmm. you two. Is I they have never sold me in the idea 
that the Joker is actually a good person deep down. Well, I, I think it has for me because I Joker's think Napier, as, as much as he's been Napier sketchy is. in his methods, Napier has legitimately been doing good for the city in, in, in his way. But it was too quick. It was, there was like a light switch. It was these magic pills and all of a sudden he's better. I just I don't know. They never sold me on it. Yeah, so my main problem with this one is the the revelation at the end about who's actually behind everything. Yeah, OOG yeah. Harley is actually the one who designed the pills, lured them to the pill factory. And I wish, and I wish there was a little bit more of seeding throughout. And I know Batman was a little bit predisposed, right, with everything yeah. that was going on. But I would have liked some hints throughout because here it just... That, that, it that's like fair. This... I, I actually like the the reveal itself though i like that I, okay this, like this Harley is actually it. that involved yeah. yeah yeah and you know and I, and I like what she tells the the neo joker about like no i loved him you know for reals like i saw deep down what was there you came on afterwards and you didn't like when he became something else it's, so it's I like the idea that... of uh in, in a way it's celebrity worship right it's it's yeah. the uh, you know, one someone you know actually knowing the person like them versus just the the image yep. of what the, what the the public perception, which is the difference between Harley and Neo Joker. Hmm. Yep. So no. I thought that. No, I, I like the action stuff with the Batmobiles. Uh, Mister Freeze working with them, getting to the cannon. Uh, you know, even like oh, that's why I gave her the tumbler because she has to jump, and you know, then you know, the yeah, tumbler was... just flying through the. Well, air. Yeah, yeah. Like, the the payoff with the tumbler, the bike. Oh yeah, all yeah. all the uh, all all the the Mad Max. Stuff. Honestly, see if the sequel to this is just like Batman Fury Road. I will be so into that. Um, see, I don't know if it's going to be. I but I, you know, I kept saying I want more of this, and it seems like Snyder or um, Snyder Murphy. That was a slip. Murphy is going to be doing more. So I'm excited for this world and seeing yeah. more I'll, of it. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, though, I could really do with them just being away from Napier for the next story, whatever it is. Well, I, and I think they will. I think where it's going is because at the end, we get that Batman's like, no, everyone was kind of right. Like, I was right in a certain way, but... Yeah. He's, with, he's with Gordon. It's worth mentioning. He's having, like, a heart-to-heart with Gordon. With Gordon and they're kind of re- yeah. reconciling after all the stuff that's happened. Yeah. yeah, and he tells them, that I, I used to think that I wore this mask to scare other people, but I think wearing this mask has scared me. And he takes off the mask and reveals himself to Gordon as Bruce Wayne. And he says and he's going to reveal to everyone, to like to yep to make a difference. And yeah, because he wants to be above the board now. So he gives he hands over the keys of the Batmobile to the to the Gotham PD to do the you know. Uh, I, I love GTO? how he's like, you know, you, you know, I, I should be sharing the tech. Maybe lives will be saved. Yeah. And and Gordon's like, yeah, but we we understand why you didn't. You don't want it to fall into right. the wrong hands. This is, you know, pretty impressive tech. Yeah, I, I I do like that. Even though, you know, Batman was wrong to keep it all, it, arguably. Right. But Gordon understood it. He's like, no, no, no. I'm 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 on your side. Well, I understand. Yeah, even you. even as the scene goes on, and Batman's saying all the all the reasons why maybe it's went too far, and he's done yeah. this that damage to the city. He's like, yeah, but let's not forget all the good we've done with our partnership yeah, over he, the years. He, like, he's saying yeah. it's like, yeah, okay, things went a bit wrong at the end, but Batman in concept is something. Yeah. That Here's what I here's what i really realized with this one with this issue is that it my my core problems with this book hasn't is entirely napier because all the stuff with from batman's side where he's going through the death of alfred and reconnecting with you know dick and barbara the action the batmobiles the stuff with gordon i like all that stuff it's the napier stuff that i don't like 
Yeah. I, like, I, I don't that's... think we'll have it as the, the main focus in the next book, but it's no. definitely coming back up because they're seeding. Oh, sure, the, yeah. You know, I, I, feel, I feel whatever they do next is he's going to have a Hannibal Lecter-like type because you don't give him, give him that cush cell yeah. and whatnot and not have Batman come and pick his brain. Yeah. And I, I want to see that version. I can I can see this as like a trilogy of books with the, the mm-hmm. Napier coming back around full circle for the third one to be in the, the main focus. But we have something else in the middle. Let's, let's not forget the fact that him and Harley tried to get married quickly before he turns out a Joker, and he turns into Joker to say "I do." I yeah. love the sequence of you know she says "I do," and you know they they say "Oh yeah, do you Jack Napier?" Yada yada yada, and you can see the eyes go, and you're yeah. like, "Oh!" As soon as you see the eyes, he's like, "I know where this is going," because he's and he goes a bit pale, and then he starts coughing. And then you just get that horrifying. Like I do, like genuinely feel, horrifying. I feel if they wanted to turn this into like DC's Ultimate Universe, and we could get like what Superman in this universe is like, or you know, Green Lanterns or Flash or whatever. I think that'd be cool. Let Murphy do whatever he wants in this universe. I'll read it. Yeah, because I feel like the next one you have to bring in Catwoman because she wasn't anywhere in this. That's true. Uh, so I, I would like to see that. We've kind of had a fill of villains, so maybe like Roz coming in and upsetting this new balance of Bruce Wayne's Gotham City. Do, do we get the next step of, okay, now that he's gone public, do we get, okay, well, we can train the new generation a bit more yep. you know, by the books, and that's how we get a Tim, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we, we have the Duke stuff there, and I like with that payoff where, yeah, they destroyed the library, but now... The cops trust that section of town, and yeah, I was like, yeah, we kind of knew Napier wasn't entirely above the board because yeah. we we all suspected because he was the Joker, you know. We're not he idiots, was things, and we he, had... he, he was he was willing to try, so they they overlooked it. Right. So I like I like what it sets going forward, and it builds this really I think really lush world, even though it was only eight issues. I like this version of Gotham, like it yeah, feels like a place. And I hate that, oh, it feels like a character all its own, because that gets used for so many other things. But it does here, like, from from the tunnels and the gigantic, you know, ice laser and whatnot. I like, think I have um, something that I don't often get is I get a really good sense of the geography of Gotham in this yeah. book. And and sometimes I feel like I don't. It's like I know, you know, you know certain areas of Gotham, but the narrows. I often don't see how they connect. Whereas in this book, I can kind of see the layout a bit clearer. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I want more of it. I really enjoyed this issue. Uh, you know, well, you know, there's some things in it, like the Harley reveal that much. I mean, I like the spirit of it, but not so much. I, I like the reveal. I, I was agree that it should have been seeded a bit better, but I yeah. actually like what it's doing. Yep, me too. Because she saw the good in both of them and that they, you know, maybe if they had worked together instead of, you know, Batman just yeah. fighting him at all fronts, none of this could have happened. But then yeah. Napier's entire plan of, Let's weaponize villains to get what we want. That wasn't a good idea either. In a way, it's kind of like, you know, uh, politics is at its best when there's a left and a right, right? You know, when, when everyone moves to the center, it kind of homogenizes and it's weird. But here, when you have an opposing force, it's like, okay, it's the clash that brings out the best of things. And that's kind of what Harley's saying here is like, you kind of need each other to, to, to clash together. Well, and and if that, I would feel like they need to meet in the middle. I don't feel like yeah. being in the middle is the problem. I feel like they were two on opposite sides, and there was no balance there. And you bring them towards more towards the middle, 
and that's where they meet, and that's where they were able to come together and save the day. So, but yeah. I thought I thought Jack was a goner in that explosion with the with the tumbler. Yes, quite quite the dramatic action sequence, really. You know, it's all it's all going down, and you know, it's the the Neo Joker's there. Is like, okay, who's getting away? And it does look like it's going to go down the sacrifice route, and then you know, yeah. it's 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 kind of a surprise that it doesn't. Which again, I think it's because okay, there are future stories waiting to be told. And that, that's what I feel. I feel like they told him, hey, you want to do another one of these? He's like, okay, yeah, I won't kill the Joker. We'll just add an explosion, but he'll be okay. You know, like... Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed it. It was, I mean, it's not the strongest. I talk about how sometimes people can't end things very well, and I felt it was a little bit messy towards the end, but I but want more. As, a, as an eight-issue series, I, I loved it. Yep. I, I, really, I really do. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, I'm not even close to love. I'm... I, liked I can't it. wait to get the hardcover. I liked it. Yep. I, I like parts of the Batman stuff with Alfred, uh, Babs and Dick. I like the action. Anytime there was car chases, and this the first half of this issue is a lot of car chasing with lots of Batmobiles. That stuff is fun as shit. Um, but when it comes to the Napier stuff, when it comes to being a bit of a politician, and even just the idea of Joker and Jack being like a like a Jekyll and Hyde thing, eh, I'm, I'm in various levels of meh to flat out disliking some of that stuff. Um so I like yeah I'm all for more, um, but I'm not super jazzed about it. It's it's fine, um, not as good as Detective this because of that for sure. You're biased. How is, how is he not biased? Who me? Yeah, you're always biased. No... What am yeah, I biased uh-huh. about now? You're biased. You like Murphy a lot. That's. <laughs> oh jeez! All right, so we gotta wrap up because we've been doing this a long time. We have. It's been so. a long episode. Uh, I blame uh, Matt most more than anyone. Uh, so oh, yeah, but duh, you again. I need to be leashed. You let me off the leash. That's what happens. You chase me around the park. Well, it's in Connor's hands now because it's time for Connor's corner. We're getting four of these this month. We're getting Connor doing an issue of Red Hood and the Outlaws. This is number eighteen. Scott Lobdell and uh, Sergio Sandoval on the art. Connor is doing this because it's a tier on Patreon where someone gets to pay and make him read a book they want. Someone bought up all four slots for the month of May. So this is the first of four. So you're getting this weekly uh, starting this week. So, without further ado, Connor, Red Hood. I'm going to start by saying it really hurts that I have to read this and there's not even any Dexter Soy to to back me up. Sandoval's fine. It's it's not like it's bad art, but it's not like oh, this is this is some exciting good art that I really want to look at. You know what I mean? Uh, at, at least with Dexter Soy, I can just ignore all the words and at least still get something out of it. I'm doing a violin. Up, I'm doing a violin. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But uh, this this issue is kind of a mess. Like it do- it doesn't really know what it's doing. Like, because at least some of the the last few issues have been quite focused on what their topic was. You know, we had like the Suicide Squad one, right? We had the the one in the Batcave. Like, they, they've all had a a thing. This one is the 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 start of Bizarro's regression, and part of that I like because it's okay. I'm going to get Bizarro back because that was always the best part. And you remember the little puppet dolls that he has? You know, he's the little Superman puppet. Mm-hmm. And um, that is basically in his head is a, an imaginary version of that has come to life and is talking to him and is representing him being Bizarro instead of this new whatever he is. 
intellectual um, beast Bizarro, Hank McCoy Bizarro. Yeah, and that's that's pretty fun. You have some like slips in his narration, like you know, it starts with you know, it's like, oh, she am Artemis, and he's like, nope, strike that, she is Artemis. So, you know, career, like catching himself. So it's like, okay, we're getting there, we're getting there. But it gets to the end of the issue. I'm going to jump just to the to the Bizarro plot specifically here. Um, it, it gets to the end. He's like, oh, I've been using them. All this stuff that we were doing with the Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, whatever. They're all stupid. They're overlooking it. They they think I'm regressing. But, you know, I'm not really. I know what I'm doing. He's got all this synthetic kryptonite. And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not getting worse. I'm, I'm going to be fine. And he's like, mad genius stuff. I'm like, Okay, can't we just have him regress already, please? Yeah, but doesn't oh, oh, jeez, Matt, 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 oh, Matt, Mike. Oh. Okay, did, did the volume go up, or was it just Ultroning? Ultroning. Ultroning. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Well, okay, doesn't Kryptonite, though, have the reverse effect? That's why there's blue Kryptonite. So wouldn't the more Kryptonite make him smarter? Yeah, but synthetic Kryptonite. Yeah, no, just say, yeah, but Scott Liddell. And no, it's the, it's the Superman 3 where they try to synthesize kryptonite, but it ends up having the effect of red kryptonite. Because they get it slightly wrong. Yeah. But, you know, I think that's the point. He's trying to use it to, to keep himself smart and, you know, to keep this as a uh, as a thing that he can do. And it, it, It's amusing at points where you do have the little Superman doll literally being like the, the angel or devil on his shoulder, you know, talking to him in the middle of a scene hmm. and him you know tr- trying to ignore it and you know that, that stuff's all right but you know the, the point of the issue is so we have a bunch of stuff at the start with queen bee and hive that's just kind of brushed over really quickly because red hoods he, he got his, his taser and his his bat got upgraded and it just takes them all out so that's dealt with it's not 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 a threat but um Queen Bee's like, oh, but before I leave, it's like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, there's something in your subconscious. It's it's buried in there deep. You know that you can't accept the truth. Yeah, but and and before she could tell him what it is, Bizarro just jumps down and takes her out. So it's like, great, we have a mystery. That's gonna be fun. But um, yeah, but Bizarro is trying to recruit new people for the team without telling them. Uh, he 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 recruits the Creeper. And he sets up a meeting with the creeper, oh, and they're all God. there and fighting. He's like, and, and Bizarro's like, "Why are you fighting? This is a new team member." <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, and they're like, "You didn't tell us about this. He's not a team member. We're a team. We've got to go through this together." Like you know, like like Jason didn't just put them all together anyway. Pick the name because it's like, oh, that was the name of my last team. How, how about we just keep using that? But does he actually announce them as Red Hood and the Outlaws, or do you just say we're the Outlaws? And he just says we're the outlaws. Okay, that yeah. makes more sense. That, that'd be very vain. It does. Yeah. We're Red Hood and the outlaws. Well, I, 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 will, yeah. I will. I will concede. I'll give him that. That's just the, the t- It's no different to your Batgirl and the Birds of Prey. Because it'd be like he's a fan of Josie and the Pussycat, so he wanted to mimic that naming yeah. scheme. No, it's true. They, they, they don't do that in the Birds of Prey, right? Oh no, of course Batgirl not. No, the Birds of Prey. No, just the Birds it, of right. Prey. Yes. Exactly. It, it's the same here in the book. To be fair to it, but my point was. He clearly came up with the name because he was like, "Well, I, I used that with my old team, so why not?" Right? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's just a mess of them going going through this fight with the creeper just to have an action sequence, basically, of, of like, uh, which ultimately comes down to nothing. The creeper's like, "All right, fine, I'm out of here." That's the end of it. 
it's like I don't know what this accomplishes other than showing me some of the regression, but it's just it, it really felt like it was a bit of a mess and and it, it sucks to see Dexter Soy not on it specifically because it's in the middle of an arc as well. Whenever he's missed it before, he's missed the fill-in issues like you know in between arcs mm. or even whole shorter arcs. But he's never I, I don't recall him ever having been taken off. Oh, in the middle I of mean, an arc. maybe Red is just finding new ways to disappoint you. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I will go for more of the uh, the the little Superman doll though. That that bizarre called pop pop. Well, maybe maybe you'll get more of that. Uh, it won't be too long till you find out though, because you'll be reading the next one next week. Oh, I will. I will. I'm nearly at the end of this arc because this is part five. At, at least you get, you know, like you're getting it over with quick. You know. <laughs> I mean, t- technically yes, oh, but, uh, but then uh, on the opposite side. I have to read this every week for a month. Yeah, I'm just trying to be Mr. Brightside for you. Here's, here's, a, here's a question. If they cancel Red Hood, what will David make him read? Oh, I'm sure I'll find something. <laughs> Damage. <laughs> the immortal man. <laughs> now, you'll have to go back and read Wonder Woman from when it left off. Oh, God. Don't, oh, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't. don't. I don't want to talk about those again. No. <laughs> or... I don't know. See, I don't think he'd want to keep him on Bendis' Superman because, like, we're talking about that anyway. He'd, he'd want something that's not been talked about. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Suicide Squad, maybe, or something like that. Just, just not, not damage, not brimstone, not those shite. Or, or maybe just some something from the past of Scott Lobdell's library. Don't do... Oh, man. <laughs> I'm not being... Because there's, they say there's two kinds of evil... There's evil that evil men do, and then there's the evil that's allowed by good men doing nothing, and I can't participate in that. So don't, <laughs> don't give him any old Liddell. Ongoing Liddell is one thing. I'm I'm just grateful we're we're down to one Liddell book a month. Oh Not no, the yeah, six that it was at, at one point. Oh, absolutely. No, I can't can't deny that. Remember but we that trying does... to make Doomsday a thing. Like there was a Doomsday book. Yeah. Matt wants us to wrap up, but he's the one who stopped me from moving on to the final bit. No, I know, but I just want to throw that out there. Like, that's, anyways. Best right. ofs. Best ofs, yes. We're, we're taking on now to the, the, the final part of the show in which we pick our favourite panel slash moment, our favourite art of the week, our favourite cover of the week, and our top five books. So, we will start with panel slash moment. Alright, yes, it's, 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 the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the, the Batgirls, alright? What do you want from me? You know I'm picking it. So I'm picking it. The Batgirls from Detective Comics. Matt, what's yours? So it's a mine's from No Justice, but I have three to choose from. And I don't know where Connor's going to go. I've got one from No Justice. Do you want me to okay. jump in first in case it's one? Yeah, of you yours? go in first, and then I can. If it's one of mine, I can hey. change it. My, mine is that that first double page of the the Green Lanterns at okay. the Source Wall because that was the moment where I went, I'm in for this book. Yeah. So so my my three mine there wasn't one of that one. That was really good, but. There, there was, you know, Starfire and Sinestro. I love how that's paired off. Yeah, that's good. And then there's there's Superman just showing up and popping Brainiac, just like out of nowhere. So that was really cool. Yeah. But I think what it's going to be, and it's not a map pick whatsoever, but it, it is like Supermanipole. It's when the villains show up and they have that, that single page spread. And it, just, it looks like a poster. And you got Starro in the back and Lex with that smug look on his face. Yeah, etching crouched at the front. Yeah, it just it's such a manable. So I think that's gonna have to be it. Uh, no, that's good. Uh, best cover of the week, Connor. Ooh. 
Oh, uh, I'm going for the the Flash variant. Um, uh, yeah, honestly, that's the easy choice. I think <laughs> that is. I, I know, like the detective main cover is pretty good because you know you got the 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 bat shadows. Oh. Yeah, you got, you got you got Steph and Cass, and the shadows have got cowls on. So that's a really that, cool design. But it is. But that Francesco Mattina cover for Flash is just gorgeous. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's just going to win every cover every time he's doing one because they're all fantastic. I'm not a fan of that one. It's some weird. It's, it's alright. Yeah, oh, weird. okay. Alright, Matt, you'd be weird. What was yeah. your favourite cover of the week? That's right. So so mine's the, the variant from uh, White Knight, which I usually try not to go with Harley and Joker, but this cover is just, again, we talk about this could be a print, and I, I would probably buy it and hang it up. It looks great. It looks like a pin-up style. Oh, yeah, it does. And you got all the little bits in the background as well to, yeah. to just give it that flavour. Yep. Cool. Uh, best art of the week. Now I wonder where this will go this time. Yeah, this is tough. Is... I have three options. So yeah, Matt. Oh, you're making me go first. So, yep. um, you know, I, it's White Knight, so that's usually he, you know he's in the running. Uh, yeah. But then he got Scott Collins, and like he is the Flash artist. But then Cox's making a face. He's like, why is no. she in the running with all two? No, no, I, I like the art in that. I don't think it's quite as good. I wasn't making a face. But see, though. see that that's from an that's that's my nostalgia coming into play. But then there's Manipole, and Manipole's my favorite working artist right now. So I have to get Francis Manipole for no justice. Hmm. Um, this is a really strong week for art because I would agree with all the ones you just said. I would also add on uh, Peoples for New Superman and Rockefort for Sideways. This is a really strong week for art. It is, yeah. Really, really strong week. But I think I'm going to have to go with No Justice for Manipal. I think I was impressed. I, th- I think having a different colorist really made it pop in a way that I'm not usually used to expecting it to. So uh, that's probably because he's doing four issues back to back. And even though he got yeah. a head start, he probably still needed some help. <laughs> so yeah, and that's fine because yeah. again, if it can make it feel different, then it's okay. Like I can deal with someone else coloring it. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, Manipal, Connor. No, I, I said to Peter at the start of the week once I've read just that. Uh, basically, I was like, I'll be shocked if anything else takes it. Uh, you know, Murphy was the only one with a shot, frankly, um, with just how good Manipal's art was. But uh, and as good as Murphy's is, and I, you know, I almost want to give it to him because it's the last one I'm getting for a while. And you know, I've, I've got three more weeks of Manipal, but but it's yeah. Manipal. Yeah, it just, oh, just yeah. is. Yeah, but the, the fourth man pulls up against Gary Frank and Doomsday Clock, so we'll see how that goes that way. That's going to be a really fun showdown, isn't it? You're going to have to get your Superman on your shoulder like Bizarro. <laughs> you call him Pop Pop? Pop Pop. Was it Pop Pop or Pop Pop? Pop Pop. Pop Pop. I got Puppet. Alright, so top five books of the week. Uh, that is what we're on to. Connor! Okay, number one is, is No Justice. Mm-hmm. Uh, two is the Flash. Three is Hallam Pals. Four is White Knight, and five is Detective. Matt, man, I thought we were gonna go because you hit the first two. I was like, crap, we're gonna line up again. I hate lining up, but we didn't. But number one is No Justice. Number two is Flash. Number three is White Knight. Number four is Tech, and number five is Hallam Pals. So same pretty, ones, pretty different order. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, my number one is also No Justice. Um, my number two is probably still Flash. Number three is Detective. Number four 
is New Superman, and number five is I uh, sideways. I'm going with sideways. So there you go. There you go. Uh, a little bit different. Uh, so there you go. That's, that's that's the show. That's episode 103. It's been a long one. Uh, all those news items added up, and then the. Funny, Kind of a short week in terms of. It the is. It's, actually, it's not the book's fault this week. I mean, sure, No Justice was a slightly longer discussion, but not enough to inflate it that much. Uh, this was purely down to rage about a certain website for about 30 minutes that kind of uh, extended as yeah. upon the, the normal time. No, it was worth it. So that is the episode. That is 103. A couple of things I need to announce, though, before we go. There's a couple of new things on Patreon that are worth mentioning. Um, one of which I think I mentioned briefly last week. Now it's got an official name, though. It's called Peter's Pillbox, and it's basically me working through a bunch of series, and it's an audio-only show where I will talk about the issue, sort of recap it, you know, sort of through the scenes, and then sort of give my thoughts as I go, that kind of thing. Uh, I'm doing three different books a week. One of them will be free for everyone, but it is uh, exclusive for a month uh, early access to patrons at the $1 tier. Uh, the second series is in the $3 tier that's exclusive, and then the third series, if you want all three, is in the $5 tier. If you're already in the $5 tier, you get the monthly episodes, you're getting all those anyway. At, at, at the moment, which books are each of those series? So they know which, you know, if they, if they really want one of those books, which that, one do they go for? That's a fair point. Uh, the one that is early in the $1 tier is the New Teen Titans, which I just did issue two of. Uh, and then the $3 tier is my Silver Age slot. I started off with Silver Age Green Lantern. That'll be sort of jumping around the Silver Age books, uh, sort of between trades, if you will. And then the the one that's in the five dollar tier is Mark Wade's Flash, which I just started this week as well. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's some extra comics content on the Patreon uh, for for fans of that stuff. Um, some, uh, you know, the the, the three dollar tier is is brand new entirely, and there's some other content in that as well. Which yeah, is for, for some we do. For some movie and TV stuff, because obviously we do, you know, me and Tim do horror movie shows, me and Matt do new mm-hmm. movies, me and Carl do old movies, and there's all the TV reviews, a bunch of other stuff you can go check. If you go to the Patreon page, mailfuzz.com, or sorry, patreon.com slash mailfuzztv, uh, you get a list of all the different things we do. Uh, also, worth mentioning, this was a, a sort of quiet one that I slipped in, but there is now a Peter version of Connor's Corner uh, available uh, to anyone who may or may not want to punish me as well. Uh, and there's also a, a combo one. Uh, there's one slot available where you can get both for fifty dollars instead of the, you know each one separately for thirty. Uh, should you should you want to punish both of us at the same time? Um, Make him read Red Hood. Oh, don't don't, don't, do don't you dare! What's the fun of that? You're don't already reading that. that. You're already talking about yeah, it. Well, you you can just suffer. You can jump in where I am and suffer with me. Oh God no! Oh God no! People spend your money on better things. Uh, <laughs> spend your money on better things. <laughs> Have me read something good. Why would they do that? That's not punishment. The punishment for the crime. <laughs> hey, no. If they if if they if they make me read something good, that's punishing you. <laughs> I mean, sure. If you want to look at it that way, <laughs> punish Connor doubly by making me read something good. And uh, I guess we're we're, we're wrapping up there. That's 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 just, just, yeah, just what's coming next week. Just what's coming yeah, next week, of nice. course. Yeah, as always. So what is coming next week? Uh, we have, of course, No Justice number two. We have Batman forty seven. That's the final part of this uh, this future storyline. We have the Superman special number one. That's the final Tomasi Gleason mm-hmm. story. We have Green Lanterns forty seven. We have Aquaman thirty six. We have Batwoman fifteen. We have Raven the Bold, Batman and Wonder Woman number four. And uh, we have New Challengers number one. Also out next week that we will not be covering is Damage number five, and also I believe Harley Quinn, Harley Loves Joker number one. I think that's next week too. Mm-hmm. N- number two next week. Is it number, number two, two? Sorry, that's my yeah, copy that's... and pasting and not updating the number, uh, yep. baiting me. But yeah, so there you go. There you go. But right. it's two of two, so so it's it's it'll be done. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, two of two. Yeah, so it's finishing off the backup story that, that he was working on before. Uh, so that's what's coming next week, and that is the show. So this has been a pretty epic length one, but hopefully you had fun and enjoyed it. And we will see you next time. Uh, so do like and subscribe, and let us know what you thought of the books, all the usual stuff. Uh, get us on the Twitters at DC Comics Podcast, and you can find us uh, individually. You can get me at Wibble89 on the Twitters, Connor's at ConnorRyan94, Matt is at MattSteel57. I said them all myself for speed because I could remember them all. And sometimes Connor struggles, so it's actually quicker by me doing it's, it. It's rare I have to say that. It's usually just on the screen in front it's of me. His when we do all the name TV. and his year of birth. It doesn't take that much, Connor. Yeah, it really doesn't. Yeah, but some, sometimes you know, someone will go, how old are you? And I have to think about it. I have oh, to I work it out. Too. I've, I've been 30 for four years now, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was 30 before I was 30, just because it was easier math. Yeah, so, yeah. so it goes, how old are you? I go, just, just give me a second. Yeah. That's us, guys. Thank you very much once again for watching. Leslie, we always appreciate it. Keep reading comic books, and always remember to never get lost in the Speed Force. Go Knights!